What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Middle cough! Hey, behave! How you holding up? I'm How holding your, up, baby. How was your stamina today, Sunday? Uh, pr- uh, pretty good. Pr- pretty. I-, I started pacing around the house around 7.15 in the morning, guy. I was, uh, I was ready for some football, I think, as Hank Williams Jr. once said. You ready for some football? I was ready. Yeah, I, I think the world was. It seemed like Twitter was ready, at least, mid-season form, like it was never I, gone. Well, we talked about how sometimes when something comes back, people act a little fraudulent, definitely right. on social media. I did think this morning, once you, like, turn on the TV and just saw, like, all the teams getting ready, like if you turn on NFL Network or whatever at, like, 8.30 in the morning and then just showing guys warmed up, to me, it kind of got me going a little bit. Like, I legitimately was excited. Yeah. I, I was never fake excited about UAB versus Peacock. Same. Fucking any of these games. What was the night game on Saturday? Kansas and... uh, Yeah, Coastal Carolina. I don't fake that. The fight Dustin Johnson's. I didn't pretend like some of the bubble regular season games mattered. You and I laughed at the KBO stuff. Once the games got going today, guy, it is not disputable. It was pretty cool, right? Yeah, it was phenomenal. It, was, it, it felt, you know, part of it, because I did not feel the lack of fans at all. Do the crowd noise helps, like the, right? Yeah, the crowd noise helps. I don't, I don't know if the Jags or the Colts, the one game that had crowd, felt differently, but I didn't think the teams played that differently. Well, you know what crossed my mind? If you've ever worked in college football, and you cover college football, and you've been to, like, spring games... But I'd say the difference between a spring game is like if you're a kid, you know the game, especially now is on TV. They usually let fans and all like power five programs. 
a lot of college football programs, and I know when I was working at Fresno State, used to come to some of these practices, would hold full-on scrimmages in the spring. It would be just 11-on-11, ones-on-ones, not the spring game. And guys just played like a fucking game, right? It was just because it's football. You don't, and that's your your teammates, right? No one's watching beside the coaches. But you know, football players know if you're getting a live rep tackling to the ground and it's on camera, you, your ass could get ripped by your coach. So basically all this is, is the equivalent of that where the difference is these guys know everyone's watching on TV. I also just think your juices get going. I, I watched some of Kyle's press conferences on Friday and he's like, listen, people have been asking me, are we ready? Are we ready? He's like, the whole league's ready. We're tired of practicing against each other. It's more about, are we ready to execute? Are we ready to do what we're supposed to be doing? Are we ready? Yeah, every player in the NFL is ready to play a game, right? This The NFL, when it comes to playing a game, you don't get to play that often. Well, We say it all the time. Guys, there's a reason. Ray Lewis famously said, you pay me Monday through Saturday, Sundays for free. Like that's the, the NFL is not baseball or basketball where they get tired of playing. All you want to do is play. You get tired of all the other shit. So I, I think the effort today, if you not just surprising. close your eyes or didn't know, you wouldn't even know fans weren't allowed, right? Well, they've practiced hard with no fans. They've played their whole lives. Most of them, if you don't go to you know a major college football program, which a lot of them do, but plenty of them played high school football, peewee football. Like you said, spring football, you go to the combine, you do all these things that the sport itself is the thing that motivates you, not the crowd. The crowd might help you in one way or another. But but once you get uh, to the NFL, I was, once the season starts, no one watches you practice, right? I was, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I was not surprised by it. No, I, uh, I'm not all, either. But it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. Um, Except for the Niners. Yeah, we'll get to that. But first, John, podcast is brought to you by Ease. We're going to try and talk about everything today. Uh, ease.com the promo code is ham get you 20 bucks off a delivery of 50 dollars or more or promo code ham 10 get you 10 percent off if you're a returning user ease.com promo code ham guy promo code ham i've been telling everyone i know a lot of people that have used it first time users you get 20 dollars off a purchase of 50 dollars or more just go to eaze.com check out the website pre-rolls edibles vapes topicals you get some aches and pains everything you can possibly think of Check it out. If you got friends that are into it, tell them. You got parents that are into it, tell them. You got brothers and sisters, tell them. Your returning user, ham10, 10% off. Ease.com, promo code ham10. 21 or over, get verified online in minutes. Then you browse. Then you get the delivery in minutes, no matter where you are, provided they can do it, but it's everywhere. And of course, in the state of California. Ease.com, Monday Night Football is coming up. Yeah, right around the corner. Doubleheader. <laughs> Ooh, talking about settling about in. Oh, yeah. Does that mean the game kick off tomorrow like 4? Yeah. All time? Yep. It's like 4.15 or something. That's That doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> this is a good stretch, Sunday through Monday, guys. This is. This is a great stretch. I, I'm glad the Niners game didn't get moved to Monday night like they were talking about on Saturday. But that, in any yeah, event. Tri- triple header would have been a lot. Ease.com, <laughs> promo code HAM, or promo code HAM10 for 10% off returning users. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. All right. Um. We're going to talk about the Niners from two different angles. Let's start with Jimmy Garoppolo because he's what we talk about the most. He was 19-33 for 259 yards, two touchdowns. I think really what the takeaway from this game was are some things that don't show up in the box score. The fourth down throw at the end of the game, which was behind Trent Taylor. The end zone shot to Kendrick Bourne, which was underneath him. And the throw to George Kittle that got broken up in the end zone 
on that last drive, and the throw to George Kittle that almost got him cut in half by Buda Baker and knocked him out of the game for the time being. He was in the era of the games that the Niners play matter, which is now a year and change. I What's thought that, it was 19, 20, 20, 20 games, right? Not many. 16, three playoff games, including the Super Bowl, and this one, that's 20. Uh, I thought it was one of his worst. Now, I, you know, last year coming out of the Tampa game, he didn't look good in the opener. The Cincy game, they won handily, but he made a couple questionable decisions. But in this game, when they needed him to elevate because they had three receivers left by the end of the game, and they were Dante Pettis, Kendrick Bourne, and Trent Taylor, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. I, I, I don't even know where to start. I, I guess we have to start toward the end of the game because I thought his most egregious pass was the one before the half to Kittle. I mean, is your franchise player to lay him out like that and put him in a position where it looked like he rushed the throw, wasn't quite in his hands. And I mean, he, it's not like Kittle's 5'11". I mean, he's pretty tall. Kittle had to leap. They got really lucky they didn't tear his ACL or break his knee right, or break his leg, right? I mean, that could have been disastrous. That's the type of play where you win or lose, you have an off game, which he was terrible in this game for the most part. You, you, you put your best player in harm's way. Like, that, that to me, guy, is kind of unacceptable. Like, that's just, that's the type shit. Kyle, when he watches the film, I mean, I'm sure he's angry tonight. Luckily, he's got young kids. You go home, it eases you up a little bit. But to me, when he comes in tomorrow morning at 5.30, that play, because he's going to watch that play before he gets to the end, he's going to be incensed. Like, to me, that we've been talking a lot about Jimmy. Like, say what you want. Is he the, is he the future? Is he the short term? You put it perfectly. He's on a year-to-year contract because that's literally what his contract is. They, they can control whatever. And these are the type games with a head coach who will tell you how great of a player Fred Warner is, who I'm sure is going to sing the praises of that, how hard the defensive line played, and how difficult it was to play against the quarterback, against Kyler, has to be thinking like, this is not good enough for my quarterback, right? Not, right. not we're, we're paying the quarterback $23, $24 million this year. This is not a rookie quarterback we're not going through a Joe Burrow situation. This is not, I'm not a brand new coach and I just inherited Baker Mayfield. I've now had this guy for how many years, guy? He came halfway through year one, year two he's injured, he plays year three, and this is year four. Now, like the the, the stretch at the end, to me that lob pass when a guy is wide open <clears throat> kind of drives me nuts. <laughs> you know, when you got a guy open, the only way a guy like Patrick Peterson can get to the ball, and he's an explosive athlete, is if you put the ball in the air. If you throw a strike, and I'm not talking Brett Favre line drive, but put more fucking zip to it so it gets to the guy, and you have to miss long, because if you miss short, it's the only place the DB can make the make the play on the ball. I know you're hard on the last play. Like I, I thought that lob pass to Bourne, where he's wide fucking open, that one was hard to, you know, that that one, if I'm Kyle, I, I'm throwing the clicker at the wall when I watch that tomorrow. Because we get the guy wide open. Guy. I thought that was the worst of the three. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The Kittle one was bad, but it's a little freaky. The Bourne one is, are you going to make the game-winning throw or are you not? And he didn't. And then the Trent Taylor play, again, I like the the combination of those two throws at the end, were game-winning plays that didn't get made. Now, you know, like the Super Bowl, he was on his way to being the Super Bowl MVP if he just hits Emmanuel Sanders. But that's what this – we talked about it after that game. Like, that's what this game is, right? We've watched enough great quarterbacks, average quarterbacks, bad quarterbacks. Do you make the throw in the moment that is everything? 
and you know, I you can call it choke or you can not. I, I don't like using that because it's it assumes a lot about what's going through a guy's head. And I'm not saying I'm but what I am saying is there were two massive throws at the end of the game that he had to make that he didn't make. And again, uh, not to be repetitive, but this was the game when you need your quarterback to be great because you had no Brandon Ayuk, because you had no Debo Samuel. And that would be the that would be the defense of Jimmy. It's like he is playing with Pettis, who on a play where defense. he where he kind of overthrew him. They never showed a replay. Hey Dante, I, if if I was uh, giving you words to the of the wise, jump because when Kyle watches that play tomorrow, he's going to be like, listen, I can live with an overthrow, but if or Wes Walker, you have to fucking make an effort to dive for the ball. Like Dante, you were just in the doghouse all season long. If anything, like when you watch the defensive players, you go, God, Armstead, Witherspoon, Kwan, uh, Kwan, uh, Williams. Williams, I always call him Alexander. Kwan, it's because Kwan Alexander, Kwan Williams, other de- even even Emmanuel Mosley, who's just not good enough, plays his ass off. I mean, these guys, Tart, Jimmy Ward, Dante, can you just fucking play hard? Say what you want about George Kittle. I don't know if he's now 30, 50, 80%. I always feel like, you know what, George, use check. These guys are giving me everything I got. Dante, what the fuck? Like, how do you not die for that ball? I Just as someone who's been around NFL coaches, you're not going to play ever again once these Feels humans little, come back. Felt a little too too cool, right? My, my One issue I have, and I, I don't, you'd have to like know the play calls, but if they're if he's running routes, I mean, he's, He's an option. How do they not target Kittle in the second half? To me, he had five total yeah, targets. I, he had four catches in the first half. He's out there. To me, I guy, I when I'm playing with Trent Taylor and I'm playing with Pettis, I, I, if I'm gonna lose, okay, it's the it's the National Football League. Those guys have nice cars too, and they got some really rich guys, right? Chandler Jones, Buda Baker's now rich. Kyler's rich. DeAndre's really rich. Like so they got some high level players. Isaiah Simmons drafted high. Is he good or not? We'll find out, but he makes a lot of money. So it's like, listen, it's the National Football League. But I, the best player on my team, who once he comes back and moving around, it's like, I didn't really notice Kittle limping, right? I, I didn't. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I don't know I, if he's... I, I got I to gotta get him. Like I, I got to go down with all my receivers out. I, minimum look, eight, nine targets. It's legit. He had five. It's totally legit. But, but I, I think like I think all, all five came in the first half. Did yeah, he have a target four, in the second all, half? I don't think so. All four, well, there was a play that got set up that I think they were trying to get him the ball and they weren't able to on like a screen. He but definitely had four for forty-four at the half. He did. Right? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. All that said is legitimate. I mean, Richie James got hurt, so that's why they were down to three receivers. But again, <laughs> Richie James, still Richie James, right? Yeah, but again, he had two throws at the end of the game. To, like if we're talking, we're talking about Jimmy. We're talking about him, not all this other stuff. Like, well, that, that's my is, point. If I'm Jimmy, I, I, I'm no, going no, down with Kittle. I'm just saying he had those two throws to make or not make, and they didn't get made. Critical. They weren't like, oh, well, you know, he had another chance. No, he missed the one throw. Then he had another chance, and he didn't make that throw. Well, I actually think Spielman's pretty good. No one ever talks about him as an analyst. He's just pretty meat and potatoes, but he's just a football guy. They broke down that last play, after, and he's like, he's open. On that quick out, on the five, six-yard out, in the, this is not the Big 12. In the NFL, it's really like you're open for two steps. And that ball, and Brady and Breeze have made, they've gone to the Hall of Fame off those throws, right? Manning. Even when Rivers was good. That timing out. 
that ball has to be out of your hand before the cut. If you're going to live and die with Trent Taylor, you got to at least give him a chance because it was uh, Byron Murphy who's actually not bad. No. Uh, made a play on the ball, but the only reason he was able to make a play on the ball is because he was late. And then for a split second, I'm thinking, was that the play designed to go to him or was he trying to go to Kittle and Kittle's double covered so he has to go turn there, it's too late? Listen, I, I'm not trying to nitpick. Kyle knows way more about offensive play calling than I do. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, 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 I my my counter is just the plays that we're talking about. Were, were they were the play? Like, if I'm Kyle, do you mark that down as a bad play call or a good play call? Well, un, unless to me, if that's your secondary option, like I can't totally blame Jimmy for being a step late. If if that's if the play is we're running the quick out, still, the throw Trent was Taylor. still behind him. The ball was not only late; it was behind. Yeah, well, I mean, I just think Jimmy Grapple is not that accurate guy. You you add up that pass, you add up the Bourne pass, you add up some of the Kittle passes. You add just some of like uh, I give this McKinnon guy a lot of credit. <laughs> Jarek McKinnon, he's catching a lot of balls. Like same with uh, Raheem, hey, he's actually a really good player. They, oh, they're catching balls behind them. Over under t- touches today for Jarek McKinnon without looking at the stats. Fourteen. When you factor, uh. Yeah, it feels right in that wheelhouse. I'd go 12. Yeah, that's what I would have gone to. He had six. It three felt like carries, he had a lot, didn't it? <laughs> three carries, three catches. It felt like he had 15 touches. How many, t- how many targets he have in the past game? Five? Uh, Five, yeah. Well, it's because Jimmy Jimmy's not accurate. I mean, that's just my, my, my take today was just, I know he had, what did you say, 19 to 33. I think he was bailed out on a decent amount of those. It, it felt like he was way off guy. And I'm just talking about this is the National Football League. You're a $25 million quarterback. I Not, not every pass is going to be perfect. But when you are consistently, like when, when you have time in the pocket and you're hitting a guy on a crossing route or a guy on a wheel route, you have to, at worst case scenario, hit him in the numbers or lead them. And too many times, Listen, it's game one, no preseason. I'm not trying to act like this guy's not. They should cut him tomorrow. He was just terrible. His accuracy, it's hard to win against a team that's clearly much more talented than they have been. Like, Kyler's better. They add Hopkins. Listen, I, I didn't realize Buda Baker was this good, even though he's had some good games against the Niners. Once he gets paid that, and I text around, people are like, yeah, he's pretty fucking good. You're like, God, and then I see I mean, he's making plays. Byron Murphy, like, they got talent. You, you can't be way off in this... COVID world we live in when no one's practicing really and they're on and you're off your margin for errors you could argue probably a little slimmer right now just well, because it's all kind of up in the air but I would say them as a team takeaway after one week is their margin for errors slimmer right now not not like Debo's back next week I know they're playing the Jets not like he's back the week after Ayuk we'll see I mean I, at this point you don't assume he's back next week there's not little, a lot of, little lucky they get these two opponents the next couple weeks yeah probably, but I'm right. just saying like there's no don't I can't just it's the help is not right at the front door next week so now to, in his defense he was a better more accurate thrower last year than he was week one so maybe he will be better but those those two guys I mean Debo I think most people around the league you and I have done videos we talked about it on the podcast he should be you know, a, an excellent player in the league, let alone yeah. for this team. Like right. he's missing him is a big deal. And Ayuk, say what you want about him. He's, I, I don't even need to watch him play. There is no chance, right? He's worse than Pettis. Like I, if I hear one more thing about Trent Taylor, like stop fucking talking about Trent Taylor. Like he's Edelman or something. He's just not, he's just, he's Trent Taylor. The, the, to me, Kendrick Bourne is good. Like Kendrick Bourne's an NFL wide receiver. Kittle use check. 
high-level players. The rest of them are just not great. And to me, Ayuk, Debo, you're right. But, I mean, the reality is they just gotta, they're going to have to win a couple games with throwing the ball to Trent Taylor. Yeah, well, and this goes back to, well, you're being too hard on Jimmy. Now, you don't, just, you don't see Kyler Murray the next two weeks. That helps. No, but it's just this is their reality right now. They need him to be better than he was today. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, the receiver thing is a big deal. They just need him to be better than he was today. Well, I, I think there's a balance, right? Because I, I don't hold that much against him when shit hits the fan and he's getting chased and he makes some crazy throws. Because there was a pass where there was, turns out to be pass interference, and you immediately text me like, oh my God. It's like, Jimmy, that was the third you didn't, down. You, did, you didn't know that was going to be P.I. You got bailed out. That could have easily been picked. Because that's the type pass that he made at several points last year during the season that are just killers, right? I, I think there were so many plays in this game that Kyle's going to be like, oh, my God. That it, Didn't the, it, I thought the play you, clock expired you, you could, on that you, play, too, by the way. You, I did, too. You could argue their quarterback play, just watching the NFL all day for the last eight hours. I had grand plans. I'm like, I'm going to get a workout first thing in the morning. Why, why would by, you do by, that? Well, just to get the juices going and everything, and by about noon today, I was already on my second meal. I was drinking a soda. I'm like, oh, well, this is fucking, I'm like a pig and shit. <laughs> they, 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 if, if Jimmy plays bad against good teams, like they're not going to be, because their defense is going to be slightly worse than it yep. was last year. Yep. Uh, I, I, did you hear Javon Kinlaw's name one time today? Yeah, he had a sweet tackle early in the game. Okay. I thought, and I thought he had a good pressure on, in the goal line early in the game. I thought he was. But, a, from, I mean, I yeah, thought he was fine. I, I'd have to go back and. I'm not saying he was bad or anything, but just def, you never, you felt deforest every other series. Like their defense was just their defense is so good. But my point is now their offense is missing all these pieces. Their margin for error with Jimmy Garoppolo right now, maybe it's a little bigger these next two weeks. I mean, the Jets stink. We'll see about the Giants on Monday night. I don't think they're going to be that good. But if they're undermanned as this season goes, and they're just the way the league happens, right? Kittle could roll an ankle. Juszczyk could get hurt. Raheem Moser could get hurt. They're going to need Jimmy, and they had it at times last year in the second half of the season. He's just, you can't be this bad against a team that, we'll see how good the Cardinals end up being, but they clearly have talent. You will lose in the NFL. Yeah. Like, to me, I, he was the culprit. <laughs> Like, I don't blame the offensive line. Yes, I don't blame yes. the – even Emmanuel Mosley, like, all game long. It's like, oh, they're getting worked on the left side. But it's like, that motherfucker never stops. He keeps making tackles. It's like, God, this guy I, – I, I can't ask Emmanuel Mosley to lock down DeAndre Hopkins. But it's like, this guy's just laying it on the line every play, right? It's If anything, it's it's on the coaches. Like, he has limitations. If you're going to put him out there, you got to live with the limitations. Jimmy, at this point in time, I'm not asking him to be – Troy Aikman or something, but you got to be better than that. Yep. It was a tro- atrocious performance. 0-1, oh John. They're 0-1. They are 0-1. What they start last year? 8-0? 8-0. Oh. 8-0 is what they started last year, so let's evaluate the 49ers now. Uh, all that said, if you think we're about to say, I can't believe how bad they were. They're never going to recover from this. I uh, Kawakami had this great stat, John. 49ers gave up 404 yards to Arizona today. They only gave up 400-plus one time in 19 games last year, regular and postseason, and that was in the Saints game, which they won 48-46. to They gave up 465 yards. I came away from this game thinking, I think their defense is fine. Like, if you're going to get sliced and diced, get sliced and diced by DeAndre Hopkins and a guy that we've been talking about him, 
clearly one of the most watchable players in the NFL, Kyler Murray. He's really good. The field feels 80 yards long when you're uh, wide when you're playing him, and 80 Great yards long too. I mean, it's just, it's just he is so uncomfortable to play. I think they're fine on defense. Would you say he's like a more buttoned up Michael Vick? Yeah, I thought Spielman was really Spielman compared him to Steve Young twice, and he's like he's a thrower who can run. I I comped him to every time he throws, it feels like Raphael for a call. Like he feels like he's throwing in a scrimmage. Like every throw, he does not look like he's under pressure. He's like flicking it off his back foot, like a Aaron Rodgers or something. He's pre- he's pretty accurate. He I mean, slides he not- <laughs> always, so he might be worth well, two that, penalties. That's, a that's game, where Michael John. Vick comp is not fair because Michael Vick takes hits. He but doesn't he, take any. I think right. You can just tack on fifteen yards. He's going to get one of those things a week where somebody yeah. hits him late because he's so I, I'm small. With I'm with you though. Like Bosa today, clearly he's a star, right? He's all over the place. Kerry uh, Hyder, you've been talking about him for weeks. <laughs> Didn't quite know he was on the team. I think their linebacking core is good. I think their safeties are good. Richard, they just don't throw to his side that much. Listen, I have a lot of respect for any corner that tackles because most corners don't like to tackle. So I respect Emmanuel Mosley. But when he's your starting cornerback and you see a good offensive coordinator, and listen, I I got my beef with Cliff about beef was wrong word. I I guess I have my apprehensions about how good he's going to be as an NFL coach. I will not dispute he knows what he's doing on offense. And any good offensive coordinator, they're like a lion in the wilderness. Most lions, if there's 10 gazelles, they don't chase the fastest gazelle. They chase the one that's limping. You know, they go after, or they're chasing the water buffalo. They go after the small water buffalo. He, how often do they throw to the left side of the field? Well, John, he felt, led the, Emmanuel Mosley led the team in tackles. That's a problem. He had 15. Well, because Credit to him for the 11 solo tackles, play. but he's around the ball do, all the time. And you text me one time, it was like, oh, Richard followed him. And Richard a couple Hopkins, times a followed times. him. Yeah. But it, but for the most part, he'd always just, they'd just resort back. So to me, and listen, it's complicated, and Richard's adamant about not moving and moving. I would have just gone full go. <laughs> like, that's, because that guy, he didn't quite have the AB 2016 Steeler Raider game. But it wasn't, I mean, he had 14 for 151, no touchdowns. It's about as dominant of a game as a wide receiver can have without scoring, right? Again, the most dominant and almost literally in the touchdown. history of the league yeah. is the Antonio Brown game. I think 17 for 250 or whatever. This is just, you can't stop me. I, we're going short, intermediate. I'm getting open over the middle of the field. Uh, there was a play, I think it was like a third and eight, when they were backed up on the goal line. And Spielman's like, you got, you got to know he's going to stop at the sticks. On the, the DeAndre Mosley Hopkins play. is not, uh, he's not. I almost said John Ross. John Ross does not deserve to be using. No, he had a bobble today on a. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go, Deshaun or Henry Ruggs. Like they're, they're not going deep. You know he's going to stop, and he stops with ease. And the other thing with Richard Sherman, or excuse me, with uh, DeAndre, is you do, and this is where I do respect Mosley. Like you don't just get to like tackle his shoelace. Like you got to bring it, or he's going to run right through you. And that's where. I do think the 49ers go, we just live with this, right? Because, for in fairness, Akello, he doesn't really want to tackle or coverage. I'll live with the guy that's just going to tackle. Because and at the end of the day, it wasn't like their defense didn't lose him this game, no, right? No, even though those numbers, I mean, this you just happen to ha- – you're going to have to play twice a year, one of the best players in the NFL. Hopkins had 14 catches, John, on 16 targets. He was an automatic yeah. reception Sunday. He's a fucking monster. But you still, like, uh, this game, you just said it perfectly. This but, game was but, not uh, about. Can't you live with him? Because he's not going to get too many 50-yard touchdowns, right? It's going to be a lot of, like, 10 to 20-yard yeah. plays. This game is not about the 49ers defense. 
This game's not about no. that. I mean, I, I watched them and thought this looks exhausting today. Chasing these guys, all chasing Kyler all over the place. Because I was texting with our buddy Cam Morrell, Bulldog in the house, and he's like, "You can," and it, Super Bowl safety. He's like, "You can do everything right, and it, Kyler gets you twenty yards. You just what are you supposed to do?" Uh, there was the one play where he like cut out around and then back in, and, and Spielman's like, "Well, Richard Sherman's one of the more sure tacklers in the league, and he just barely got an arm off." Oh, yeah, right. I, I would say Richard is one of the more consistent, just get you on the ground tacklers in the NFL, and he couldn't do it. So I listen. The guy is remarkable. You're right. The, the defense is fine. Like you can win. You can go to the playoffs with this defense, even if it's not as good as last year. They will be fine offensively. And listen, they, they were they were never really down. I I thought they abandoned the run a little bit. Like I've been good with just running it three straight times. There wasn't much. And Kyle, I trust. I didn't think today was his greatest play calling day. Because once Jimmy starts thro- showing you he's off, I'm sorry, I got to abandon him a little bit. Like, I'm just going down with McKinnon, Coleman, and Mostert. Like, those yeah. guys, Mostert was pretty dominant whenever he touched the ball. Like, he was just good. He was getting yards. Clearly, the one play that they hit him on the uh, on the touchdown pass. But even Coleman looked good in just a couple carries. McKinnon looks fast. I, I would have, they had 25 carries, guy for 123 yards. I probably would have had 35 carries. And listen, I Kyle be the Kyle likes to run, so it was a little weird. I, I kept thinking, like, God, I'm surprised he's putting this in Jimmy's hands. Did you ever think that as the game went on? Well, I just felt like there were times where he had to get the ball down the field or at least try to get the ball down the field. To who? Well, exactly. But, again, he was getting – guys were open. He was getting guys open. Kendrick Bourne was open well, in the end zone by eight yards. Well, that's where I think Kyle goes. Well, I'm scheming these plays right now, on the one on the one use check little wheel route that they hit him big. Like, I think play. Kyle thinks like every other play I can do one of that. The problem is Jimmy was missing him. Yeah, that play hit him. That that was a good play. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't like not throwing it. If, if, so okay, this is back to our to bigger point, Jimmy. Yeah. Just if you're gonna throw, which listen, I, I'm a fan of. Like, go down with your your best players. Well, if if James Harden's 0 for 20, let another guy shoot a couple shots. If you're, but if you're going to keep making him throw, throw it to 85. If he's out there, which people I'll have freak to check out the L22, first. John. They, they were like ACL or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I, I, it's pretty clear. At worst case scenario, it's like sprained a knee or something. Mm-hmm. But once he came back in the second half and he was moving, I, I just got to throw him the ball. Because what he's the one guy on your team who can get, well, I guess Kendrick Bourne can too, contested catches. And you didn't like the jump body. ball to Trent Taylor in the back of the end zone? No, Unscripted I, I, was not part of the script. But guy, I, I, I've been hearing so much about Trent Taylor. I, I, no, no listen, but I'm I mean, sure he's a nice from, guy. Kind of. You've been hearing a lot about him. Like, well, I'm just saying for years he was a draft favorite by people online. People thought he was going to be like the Edelman, Wes Welker type mold. Like, I, I just don't see it, guy. I, I, I don't. Like, to me, I, guys pop. Yeah. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne's a player. You could argue Kendrick Bourne. Uh, five targets. I, I, if if these are the guys you're playing with, I might give them like nine. To me, I need more targets between Bourne and and Kittle. That's By just, the way, that's just the cards you're dealt right now. Uh, I don't even know if he was he active today. Uh, who's that? I no particular reason to mention this, but Olszewski didn't have any. I don't know if he even played today for the. Uh, I don't know why Trent Taylor made me think of him, John, but he did. Edelman has some plays. Edelman had some plays. We'll get to them. We got so much other stuff to get to. Anything else on this for now? I, again, I think they're fine. But I think you said it earlier. To me, the summary of this team is, and this is expected. 
Their margin's just a little thinner this year. That's it. There is. I, I got several texts from just Don't forget the, the Cardinals missed two field goals today, Sunday, too. I got texts from several people in the league, some just prominent media members. If you look at Twitter, it was like, Jimmy liability. Like, there is an elephant in the room with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's not arguable, right? Right. There's an elephant in the room that people go, it's universally accepted. Kyle's big time. If you know anything about football and you watch their defense, you're like, that's a solid defense. You watch fucking Raheem Mostert and Coleman and McKinnon and all these guys. You're like, they got a good running game. We know Kittle and Juszczyk are good. I think the question mark is like, is Jimmy Garoppolo, this conversation, and if they win the next couple weeks against the the New York shitties, he ain't going to get credit for that. He's just not. There is, he's the story with this team, like it or not, right? 100%. It's just, it's not going to go away. No. And in fairness to Jimmy, Jimmy could have had five touchdowns a day and it wouldn't have gone away today either, right? Just that anytime he has well, a bad but game, everything, come up. it, it would have helped. Yeah, but. it would have helped. It would have helped a lot, especially given, you know, part of this conversation accelerated just because of the postseason they had last year. All right, John, let's tell the people about mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. We'll get into our uh, big Monday night bet that's coming up if you're listening to this before Monday Night Football. But mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. We'll also get into the incredible, we'll see how Sunday night, the incredible afternoon Raider Bear parlay you had at uh, mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Yep, mybookie.ag, betting on the NFL. It it doesn't get any easier, guy. We have a bet on the Steelers, obviously the big Monday night game with the the Titans and the Broncos, kind of leaning the Broncos. You want to get your gamble on there. Obviously, we got football again Thursday night. We got more college football next Saturday. Then we got week two NFL games. We also have this thing called Wingfoot. It's the U.S. Open. You want to get your gamble on for the golf major. Kind of like Justin Thomas. A lot going on. A lot of sports. A lot to gamble on. Parlay. Have fun. I've been getting a lot of people DMing me. You like this parlay? You like that parlay? I like every fucking parlay. Now, they're hard to hit, but any I had a nine-teamer today. Fell a little short. I started 5-0. and oh. But mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1, they, they got it all. There's, I mean, there's, you want to bet on basketball? Oh, we got a, game, uh, we got a Clippers-Nuggets game seven coming up. Did, did you even know they were playing on Sunday morning? Uh, I did because when I turned the TV on, it was on TNT, and they were talking about a game that was coming up, I think. I, gotcha. I don't even know. Mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. You don't have to accept the bonus because if you bet it, you have to. Uh, there's a rollover. So if you don't, if you just want to gamble your own money, but they will match it up to a thousand dollars. So you put in a thousand, they'll match it. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Mybookie.ag. But again, you have to bet it if they give you free money. You can't just bet five bucks and then which, take it all out. Which you did, by the way. I, I did once upon a time, and John well. Rom made this seven million foot putt, <laughs> and I rejoiced. I mean, it was incredible. So you, you, you listen. You want to bet the rollover? It it, it can come in clutch. Mybookie.ag promo code ham one. You bet, you win, they pay. Simple as that. Yes. All right. One of the biggest stories, no doubt, uh, and we got to see a lot of it, was the Bucks game. Tom Brady, John, came out, marched down the field, bing, bang, boom, quarterback sneak, the Brady signature for the touchdown. And um, and then after that, it was all Saints defense for my DraftKings team. But on the other side of things, there was a lot of Cam Newton running around, had a couple scores. Patriots also won their game. Bucks lost their game, not also. So the question we're going to attack here is who's going to, now that we've had one week to evaluate who's going to win more games this year, the Bucks or the Pats. Before that, just what do you think of Brady? Well, 
that first drive was pretty sweet. It was. Right? He goes right down the field. He's so fired up. Say what you want about Tom Brady, and I, I'm not ready to say he's like shot or whatever. It's going to be difficult. No, pre, no, you know, no preseason games, no OTAs. It's going to take them some time. I, I would not like sell this team down the river. It could look a little weird though in September. Like they could easily start two and two or three and three. It could be a slow start, but they clearly got talent. I think they'll be okay. There is a passion to that motherfucker that is unmatched. <laughs> Like, when that guy gets on the field, he's pretty inspiring. Like, I was thinking about it today. I think it's a pretty clear in my lifetime, just top three biggest badasses. It would be Michael. Peak Tiger was killing everybody. And Tom. Just in terms of their passion, their desire, their drive. Like, guy, why is Tom Brady still playing football? He's 43 years old. He's got so unlimited amount of money. <laughs> 50 million bucks. I'll tell you, because I watched a, a video that the Bucks put out called, like, uh, Best Friends. It was just Tom. Did you see this video? Gronk. <laughs> oh, I saw, I saw the part where they were laughing. Like, so, the five-second the trailer, kind of. So it's Tom and Gronk. They're sitting on the bucks on the field. They've got their feet in, like, a little kiddie pool with rubber duckies floating about it. And they're just trying to answer questions about each other to see how well they know each other. And the question that they threw out was, what is Tom's favorite Super Bowl ring? And Gronk's like, oh, I know this one. <laughs> And they both got it right. It's I mean, Gronk. Gronk got it right, and the answer well, was well, 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 the the Atlanta one. Tom's the next one is Tom's favorite ring, and Gronk knew his answer. Gronk knew his answer. The next one is his favorite ring. Yeah, what? Now, but, but that doesn't answer why does he feel this way. It's just crazy, well, well, right? Well, well, listen. Say what you want about the breakup, and maybe it had to happen with him and Belichick, but they do share something in common, right? A deep desire of just. Give everything you have for that given game that week. Yeah, I I would say even more than the Super Bowl. What is Tom's favorite moment? His next game. Whether like I, I don't even know. I have to look who they're playing this week. But I think Tom Brady. They play the Panthers this week. Will approach the Panther game like he would a Super Bowl in terms of his level of the way he's going to lock in this week. Now, same with Belichick. Phil Savage once told me the day training camp starts with Belichick. There's this thing he called it a football treadmill. And Belichick doesn't break stride till OTAs are done. He said it's it, it, wow. there's a reason most people can't hang with Belichick. It ain't it ain't till the bye week. It ain't till the Super Bowl. It ain't till the combine. It ain't till free agency. The motherfucker doesn't break stride for ten months, and most people fall and fall. That's why once he likes a guy like Patricia or Flores or Josh, those guys have just proven they could stay on the treadmill. And the one thing you say about Tom. He's stride for stride with him, right? Now, it's a little easier as a player because your season ends, but I think Tom's proven his diet. I mean, I've already had a bagel sandwich and a burrito today. And I did see him. By the way, TB12, how are Lay's potato chips? Because I saw him in a Lay's potato chips commercial. I don't know if that's is that part well, of the I mean, TB12. He's got, he's, well, he's got to pay for his real estate. Oh, right? oh. I mean, so, you know, the TB12, the, the commercial real estate might be dropping a little bit, but he's got some fixed costs, so oh, he's okay, got to yeah, earn some just... income. I, I I have nothing but respect for the guy. Whatever happens this year, what he's proven over the last twenty years, and just watching him today, like his desire and drive is unmatched. It, it it really is. Now, Bill, Bill and Cam, it can't really. After one week, it's fun. I mean, just, it was wasn't it awesome? <laughs> yes, Cam had it's two cool rushing to touchdowns. I think the I think, and I did not have a great feel for this. I probably would have picked the Bucks before the year. At this point, 
you know, how good of a field can you really have? I think week one's in the NFL. You're saying who's going to have more wins this year between I, the two of them? I still think the Bucks win more games, partly because I don't know if you can keep it up 16 weeks of Cam running the ball 15 times, which is what he did. Um, and I thought he was a little better protecting himself. Just seems dangerous. I think it's a little too easy right now to jump off the Tom bandwagon. Uh, so I, I like I, Gronk was they were still they were doubling Gronk a couple plays I saw. He was a non-factor in this game. He doesn't look like he's quite moving like he once did. A little stiff guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Did hit OJ Howard for a nice touchdown. That's Scotty Miller. Open. Their little. Yeah. Their little. Like to me, there's there's Trent Taylor, and then there's like Renfro or Scott like Scotty Miller. Like those guys look good. Trent Taylor doesn't look good. Like to me, it's easy when the little white slot receiver they pop or they just stink. Like there's not really much middle ground. Like there's a lot of middle ground for wide receivers, right? Well, all there's you have to like, do is go to your local high school on a Friday night. There's plenty of guys who want to be Julian Edelman. <laughs> there's yes. a reason there's only two or three of them. I thought I, I when I was just watching some of the Patriot game, Julian Edelman still making plays. Yeah, Julian Cam good. had a nice little had a nice little uh, connection. The, the one thing to say about Edelman, he, whoever the captain is, he is all in. He, he right. Takes the oath. Yeah. Well, well, once upon a time, Guy Haberman went down with the ship with the Middlecoff ship. He said, I'm out. Yeah. Edelman did not take the same tactic, right? <laughs> no. I, I'm not saying with Bill I trust, but he's kind of with Bill he trusted, right? He didn't say, you know, hey, you want to do a show with someone else? <laughs> Edelman's like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hang with Cam. How much are you paying? He had five for 57 today, guys. Well, that's Seven a third targets. Cam's throwing the rock. That's a, that's a third of Cam's completions because he had 15 completions. 15 completions or 15 attempts? 15 completions, right? And 15 uh, Cam, carries. Yeah, 15 and 19. Yeah. So he, the one problem for Cam, and I think he learned this the last couple of years because he always got by with this, he's the biggest human on the field still, right? You just see him next to the Miami guys. He's huge. I think now that he's got his mojo back, he got back to... Remember when we went to a game at like Niners at Candlestick when he was just in the peak of his powers, carrying the ball like 20-plus times trucking guys? I think he kind of was feeling that today. Well, Cam, the reason you fell apart the last couple of years because the hits add up. Now, it's hard, right? Is he supposed to just slide like Kyler Murray? To me, the big reason Kyler Murray slides, yeah, it's for health, but part of it, he can't afford to catch a Jimmy Ward shot to the chest. He can't afford for Fred Warner and boasted a cold cock. I'm like, it, he'd break. How about a Jamie Collins uh, crown? You mean into the ref? Is that, is that a, is, you get taught, like he was no. trying to show him what he was doing. I thought so. I, two things that That was pretty there. harmless. You can't touch the ref. Very he harmless. He was trying to show him. I thought, A, the, the ref kind of, I don't think the, everyone's like the ref flopped. It did kind of look that way. But one thing I've noticed, this happened to me the other day, walking out of a store, a woman is walking with her dog. I've got my mask on. The mask is halfway up your nose. I can't see anything below my nose level, right? And I didn't see the dog. I almost tripped over the dog. She's like, oh, sorry. I think one thing, the ref, the helmet comes in, the mask is on. I don't think we account for how much the mask inhibits your vision below. Limits, visi limits visibility. I don't know. what I, is I, it. Is that peripheral if it's below? But So I thought he kind of got spooked, and that's why he leaned into the guy, but... No, I don't think he, he clear, but he. I that. think it's. It was very clear he was just showing him how he was with his helmet. Yeah, right? he yeah. was not. No, there's malicious intent. But anyway, no, your point. <laughs> the other thing for Kyler, he's so close to the ground, it's easy for Kyler. He does this thing where he just sits and slides like it's. Well, guy, it, it, guy, if you were Cam, you probably you might never been in this situation. I wasn't really either. You know, like little kids that are really big. 
that just yeah, play I, basketball. Yeah, what I would play with my little killer. sisters, actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you back, yeah, you'd be like, you turn into Patrick Ewing, and she's like a fucking little guard, and you're dunking over in your little yeah. hoop. We had a game where I would hold the pillow, and my sister, Avia, would have to get to the couch, and I would guard the couch, and it was just bam, yeah. bam, <laughs> bam. Well, think, think about this guy. If you're Cam Newton, even though the guy's in the NFL, if it's a safety, and you go, this guy's 5'11", 215. I'm going to kill this guy. I don't really blame him for trucking people or attempting to. And really, yeah. when he gets hit, he never goes back. He Worse, he goes sideways. He's usually going forward. He's a massive... He, he looked good. I, I thought just moving around. He definitely looked healthy. So are you? do you think there's a chance that the Patriots win more games than the Bucs? Or are you Well, I mean, guy, they, they beat the Dolphins by 10 points, and he threw for 155 yards. Now, they ran for... God, they ran for 217 yards. Now, he accounted for 75 of those. You're right. He carried the ball a lot. Yeah. And Fitz, Fitzpatrick had threw two picks. And I said this before when we were talking about the game. Can you hear that? Uh, what do you fire, got? A fire in your house? Yeah, a little smoke. Or is she cooking? <laughs> little, yeah, a little kitchen smoke. Um, What's for dinner? Uh, I think it's a little tri-tip in the oven. Ooh. <laughs> you get Ooh. these ones at Trader Joe's that are already spiced and everything. You just rip them open and put them in the oven. Uh you can pretend you're back in the Central Valley. Oh, God, That's I, what I'm I do. starving right now. But uh, uh, what was I saying? Cam. Oh, Carries. Fit, Fitzpatrick is – Bill just knows how to play Fitzpatrick, too. That's the other thing. I mean, it's Do you know how many interceptions? Matchup. Do you know how many interceptions Harvard had today? Well, I know he had two. Did he have more than two? Yeah, he had three. I missed the third one. Well, to me, and one thing, and we'll probably we'll, – we'll talk about the other guy, but – in Burrow, but Herbert, the thing with someone's like, well, I, I like, someone tweeted at me, I like what the Dolphins and the Chargers are doing. Well, the Dolphins are sitting Tua because he's just coming back from injury. It, to me, it makes sense, right? There's no rush for Tua. Their team's not any good. Well, the Chargers just drafted, they love Tyrod Taylor. They like him enough. They fucking drafted a guy six overall. Unlike Tua, he hasn't been hurt, one. Two, he's a four-year starter. Like, I... I don't care. Play these guys. It's, yeah, it's it 2020. This is not 1996. Well, we can get into it. The Tua thing, if Tua was healthy, don't, don't you feel like he'd be playing pretty quickly? Yeah, if he had yeah. never been hurt last year. Like, I think just he's more him. ready to play week one than Herbert is. I'm not positive that Herbert's ready to play week one, but. Yeah, but I think the reason they're sitting him, it's just because there's like, we're not rushing this guy back who just had his hip shattered. Yeah. Even though he, I think he is, from all accounts, he's the backup. He's healthier now. But it's easy in the back of your mind to go, this guy was just hurt. To me, it's different. Herbert, you just go, this guy's not ready. He's 100% healthy. I get the, I get Tua. You know, and their team is nowhere close. I get it. To me, the Herbert thing, like, when you have a guy that started that long, just throw him in and let him sink or swim. I, I My guess is, having Once watched him in Oregon. Once your quarterback sucks. Once your quarterback sucks. Yeah, I mean, I want to see him. My guess is he's not quite ready. That they don't yeah, think well, he's ready. That coaches have been saying that my entire life around them, and half the time they're wrong. Yeah, I'm just telling you, having watched him in college, it does not surprise me that they don't think he's ready to go on the football field. Yeah, I just, I just think in general, most young people are never, quote-unquote, was Guy Haberman ready to call his first game? Was John Middlecoff ready to go into his first school? Like, sometimes yeah. you just got to give a guy a chance. I, I, fun, I agree with that. I'm just saying, to me, it doesn't surprise. Like, Herbert had just started taking – like, it's not he had no preseason games. He just started taking snaps under center. Yeah, we'll just put him in the shotgun. The other problem is that they, unlike the Dolphins, think now we can talk about this that they can win. But yeah, uh, I would say the difference too would be Fitzpatrick. 
they might have in their head we're at least giving Fitzpatrick eight games. Like he could just have some terrible games and they're not going to do knee jerk. Tyrod could probably only have a couple games like Fitzpatrick just had. He couldn't have back-to-back L's with three picks a game. Herbert would come in. Fitzpatrick, if you told me that Tua doesn't get in this season or it's not till like December, I'd believe you. So are you? Wouldn't you? Yeah, but but you but to be clear, you're basing a lot of that on his physical condition, right? Just being extra cautious with your number one pick. Yeah, well, yeah. anytime the the reason you he just had a major catastrophic injury, just like let's help build this team around him. We're not in a rush. The Chargers are in theory ready made to compete for the playoffs. They have a ton of talent on their team. In theory. Well, I th- they do have a lot of talent. No, no, I, just, I'm with you. That was my theory up until today. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so to be clear, part of what you're saying is you're not giving the Pats too much credit because you think the Dolphins aren't any good? Uh, no, I, I just I actually think it was fun to just see Bill and Cam. And I saw a couple times Josh had huge smiles and like high-five Cam on the sideline. It's like, they got to be having... Is, yeah, they're just... It's so different like than what they've done. Little kids got a new toy. Yeah, I know. But it also... Like you said to me before the podcast, you might be right because I'm like I said to you, like I, they are if they care about Cam's health, like this is dangerous. And you said, well, maybe they don't care about his health. Maybe they're just gonna get as much as they can out of him, and then maybe it's Jared Stidham's turn if Cam well, plays nine games. Guy, I'll never forget being in a Fresno State team meeting room about week two. Pat Hill went. Ryan's gonna declare for the draft after the season. Ride him like secretariat. Ryan well, uh, Matthews? Matthews. Obviously, everyone yeah. knows, listening knows yeah. that. Ryan, Ryan Matthews. Everyone knows uh, the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so it's like Cam Newton, th- th- if Cam Newton, if they had just paid him a $100 million contract, I think they would operate a little differently. They're, they're playing with found money. Yeah, but part of this, but the point is like, they think the only way for him to be effective is to be half of a runner. But that is right. the way he's effective historically. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's, that's it. one of his greatest, his greatest gift is his size and speed. I mean, he's just an all-time NFL outlier. Yeah. And they, trust me, 15 carries is a lot, though. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about the Raiders, John. On the road, Carolina. Ve- this was, Ve- Vegas Raiders. The Vegas Raiders. This was almost our lock of the week. We didn't do it. Uh, they were getting, we they were giving it. three points. We had to sweat it out. You put them in a two-team parlay with the Bears. After the first drive, what did I say to you? I said, usually they score on the – they didn't look good on the first drive. I said, usually they score on the first drive and then go limp. This this game, they, they look good on the first drive. I mean, look bad on the first drive and then look great after that. Good, good, not yeah. great. Um, their, their, offense, their offense looked pretty good. Which is all – really, I mean, their defense is a problem. Their defense is what keeps them from being a high-end team. It's one of the things, at least. But their offense is good. Like, I watched them today and thought, okay, this offense is good enough for them to be a playoff team. Do do you agree? 100%. Their their offense guy isn't just good. They have a lot of talent, right? I mean, Jacobs and Waller are stars. Yes. You know what's funny about Ryan Matthews? Stars. Josh Jacobs plays like everyone thought Ryan Matthews would in the NFL. He has this little juke move. He runs guys over. He's just an elite power running back. Waller's a baller. Now, as of recording this, I don't know what happened to Ruggs, but through like three plays, it was clear like Ruggs is faster than everyone else. Now, let me preface it by saying this. The Panthers aren't going to be very good this year. They're not going to win that many games. But it's just, you can just do eye test. Okay, this guy's fast. This guy looks good. Between Ruggs, Jacobs, and Waller, you got a sweet little core. Mm-hmm. And then Derek, it's per- like 
Derek's an above-average NFL quarterback. He has his moments where he's like, you'd want a little more. And then he has his really good moments where he just throws some strikes and dimes, and he's fine. Uh, but th- th- to me, they're going to make the wild card or not make the wild card because their offense isn't going to be, once they start playing better teams, I-, I actually don't have, I have faith in Jacobs and Waller. And even if Ruggs was playing, Derek would be the guy that makes me a little nervous. <laughs> like, could he match him? But their defense is just not going to be good enough, probably. Right? They don't have a pass rush. For what? For just to, I think it's going to be hard to get to that 9-10 win game unless their defense dramatically improves. Because, like, they don't really get a pass rush. Abram not No, no. Is, they got no pass rush. Yeah, they didn't really get close to Teddy. Abram, you feel his presence. But a lot of it's just coming down in the run game, crushing people that are tackled. For him to be, and, and he will crush you. I kind of I appreciated how he was wearing like uh, he cut the sleeves and it looks like he's playing in the seventies. He is an old school player that way. But once you start playing the Chiefs, right, uh, Tampa Bay. Once you start playing the Saints, who do they play this week? The Saints, right? Yep. You get exposed in space to cover. Now I I tip I love big hitters, guy. Still to this day, even though it's harder to do, I just think it, when that's your number one skill you can get exploited a little bit. He's going to help in the run game. Like, he is, he's a hammer. Like, he wants to kill people. So, a couple times, he's got a little of that John Lynch where the pile, and then all of a sudden you see this guy come flying in. It's like, bro, you're going to get flagged on some of these. You know where you're going to get flagged, guy? Is when you start playing the league stars. Like, Alvin Kamara doesn't, he doesn't take that treatment. Like, you don't get to do that. Like, if Brady's wrapped up, you don't get to fly in. You you will get flagged. On a no breeze, watching on a breeze quarterback game. sneak? Yeah, you ain't. How about how about is he the guy that's gonna knock Cam out? I'm not. When I say that, I'm not rooting for it. But to me, that's a we've got a couple of those collisions coming in two weeks when they play, right? That's a that's a big time collision. That's in two weeks. They play the Patriots in two weeks. Yeah, they, they got a really good Monday schedule night, here. Huh? They do. I mean, Monday <laughs> night football against the Saints, and then uh, and then the Patriots. What what are their next three games? Is the Bills after that? Uh, they've got the Bills. They've got where did this schedule go? Sorry. I had it right here. We did this the other day too. Uh, then, too. then they go to the Chiefs after the Bills. Then the Bucks. Then they go to the Browns. Then they go to the Chargers. So I, I, then they play. Denver. I, I would say the key for them going to the Chiefs game. Two and two. You got to find a way to win one of these next two, three games. I think they right? can beat the Patriots. I think they can beat the Patriots. I think they can play with the Bills. Uh, the Saints game is going to be hard. Saints are good. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. No one's expecting you to beat the Saints. I would imagine. What did we see the line at earlier? It was like minus four and a half. Yeah, four and a probably, half. Probably feels like it'll four to five. It'll stay in that range. Feels fair. Because yeah, the I one thing the you don't get, there's no difference of them playing at home, right? Right. You would say that you would say the Raiders, though, on turf, if Ruggs is healthy, would be pretty fast. Waller and Ruggs. It's uh, you know, we've got it with Ayuk too. It's this is the question we just don't know is this a thing that happened to rugs and then it doesn't happen again the rest of the year or is this a thing that happens to rugs right uh too early to say either way but it is a thing that did happen i agree with you though if he's healthy they just have the ability to hit you like three different ways on any given play to be pretty dynamic uh they have enough if he's healthy i, I think the scary part with a guy like rugs is smaller players when they go down like keenan allen's the uh Michael Thomas is the, even the Mike Evans who's banged up. It just feels like it's easier for them to play at 80%. Like Ruggs really just might have a little bruise or whatever, but to him, it really messes with you. What happens when a Ferrari gets a nick? 
Isn't it like I've I've never had this happen to me, but I've always heard it's like, well, it's gonna cost you twenty grand. Yeah. It just it has a huge you get a nick on a Ford truck, you're like, whatever. Who gives a right. fuck? I said, so yeah, just, like I know. But yeah, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. That's that's word on the street. He is he did look sweet though, guy. Just him running around and him flying. Yeah. But he didn't make it hey, to halftime. How about uh what odds do you think you could have gotten on my bookie that the first play of the game would be a deep shot to Henry Ruggs? Uh, pretty high. I think you would have had to bet like a hundred bucks to win two dollars, probably on that bet. <laughs> yeah, which they, they, I appreciate. They're they're an enjo- they're an enjoyable watch on offense. In theory, we'll see how once they play the better teams because yeah. it's the one question marks is going to be how Derek is. Like this is a big moment for him coming up this week. You just play well, even if you lose, you'll get some respect, right? You can't have one of those games where you don't throw a touchdown, and you throw two picks, and I'm sure he's already tweeting and talking big and and Instagramming big, like you. Now you people people think you're talented, Derek. You you need to play well against the good teams. The good teams. Uh, you don't even need to win. You, you're not. You don't control whether they score or not, and your defense stinks. But you need to play well against the good teams. By the way, uh, I, you know I, I agree. I don't think the Panthers going to be any good. But Joe Brady, Matt Rule can run an NFL operation. Teddy yeah. missed some throws early in the game. I'm like, oh, Teddy looks good. And I know he had 270, but he missed a lot of throws. It felt like uh, on Sunday, didn't it? You agree? Pretty fun watch. They are? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. on offense. On offense. Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. They're probably, if we went through every f- team. F- fun <laughs> might be strong. They're watchable. Yeah, we'll see. On offense. I don't, I'm not convinced. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I mean, might be I, jumping the gun. Yeah, I mean, well, look. It's week it's, one. It's week one. I'm overexcited. Just the possibility on every play exists that McCaffrey will get the ball. So, in that way, yes. You know? Yeah. He's, a, he's an exceptional player. So, and they did a fun, what, what did he finish with today? I think like 96 yards, like 45 yards through the air. They finished with, yeah. uh, it was, uh, two touchdowns, but yeah, they, I mean, whatever. If you had told me, I mean, he had 124 yards total, was. total from scrimmage. Yeah. yeah 96, so. 38. Yeah. So two touchdowns. Like he's, that's a good game. I don't, that's what you, he couldn't to me, if you told me before him. the game, that's what he has, I'd say Raiders should win the game. Yeah, I agree. Which is what we said last week. That no matter what he does, you, your offense should be good enough to beat him. Period. Yeah. So And they were. And they were. A little, little tired than it should have been. All right. Another game you and I liked. I think we were – I didn't go back game for game, but I think we were right a lot this this week. We both liked the – at least on the games we agreed on, we both liked the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, anger tour. I banged the table and said, Devontae Adams is going to have a huge game. And then I took him out. Out of my DraftKings lineup. Hopefully, I finish in the top 180. Uh, so that was a mistake, but I still felt good about it. I also had, oh, this was the other one, John. I had uh, Thielen. I took him out because I was doing Rogers, Devontae, Thielen, all of them together. Wow, he had six for 110 and two touchdowns. Who? Thielen. Yeah, well, because he, he caught a junk touchdown at the end of the game. Well, those count too, guy. Fantasy. They do. They do. <laughs> a- but uh, Aaron Rodgers' anger tour, John. I, I, is Devontae Adams, is that just enough for the Packers to be good? Well, our guy Valdez Scantling had four for 96 and a touchdown. I mean, Devontae had 14 for basically 152 touchdowns. To me, though, I, I saw this a lot on Twitter. Everyone, stop saying Rodgers a shot. Like, guys, the only reason anyone's saying this, they they just drafted a quarterback in the first round. The team. Well, I think Not people like, were saying it like, right? There was a lot well, of, yeah, like, but film he, but he study. Was a off or what, he wasn't having these games last year. He just 32 of 44 for four touchdowns. Like, that's 
That's like peak Aaron Rodgers. That's I know. that's hey fuck you. I'm in the MVP Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> now, which he could. I, what if he wins another MVP? Well, I think as we'll learn, Minnesota had what all new DBs. Yep, they're covering these guys. You heard us talking Devontae, about it for two weeks. Yeah, no one. You you have good DBs. Devontae's going to get eight for a hundred, right? He he's going to destroy you. I do think Rodgers. Isn't it human nature? Like, not only... People were talking shit last year, and then you win. You're like, oh, fuck you guys. I'm still Aaron Rodgers. I'm still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. To me, though, it wasn't the fans that did it to him. The, the team drafting right. the quarterback in the first round is... Th- is there a chance that lit a fire under the guy that just get you get one of his all-time great seasons? Well, I think what would now, be... Now, they, they are dependent on Devontae staying healthy. Last year, he got hurt. It throws him off. If he's healthy, they... Because they can run the ball, right? They, they have... I mean, they got three or four running backs. They, they also just drafted a running back in the sec, third, second round, but they don't even need him because they got Aaron Jones, a good player, and Jamal Williams. I heard Aaron Rodgers talking about with um, when he's on McAfee's show. He's like, God, this guy had a hell of a camp. So they're just pretty well balanced. Now, they did give up 34 points, but like you said, Minnesota scored 24 in the fourth quarter. So it was just okay. they were in full control. I, you know, looking at it, John, they've got Detroit this week. They go to New Orleans. Then they play Atlanta. Then they got a bye. Then they go to Tampa. Then they go to Houston. Then they play Minnesota again. That's all before they play the 49ers week nine. Um, so they'll if they get to the Niners with a good record, whatever that is, how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. So if they get to the Niners at like five and two, they'll have a couple games that in their holster that are pretty impressive on their resume that are pretty impressive. We'll see like new Orleans in two weeks is a big game, but they should be two and zero going into that game. Listen, I, you, you score 43 points. Is that what it was? Yeah. 43 points on the road against Zimmer week one and throw four like that. I don't care if Minnesota ends up winning seven games. You don't this care. Wasn't no Danil Hunter. This was an impressive win. Just yep. come out, hit them in the throat and then just keep Molly whopping them. Like I, I give the Packers some respect just because, they deserve it anyway, right? With just Aaron Rodgers, no one, if he's on, even if he's been off on a season, like he can still kill you. And when he's on and he's feeling it, like watch out. Like I, is any team beating them today? Right? They're playing with anyone probably today if he's going to be that good. Yeah. Yeah. And is Devon, are we just seeing Devontae get in the peak of his powers the next couple of years to go through? You know, I don't, I'm not trying to jump the gun anymore and I am biased, but like, you know, building toward like an, a Hall of Fame, an all-time great Packer career. I mean, he's he's clearly a freak talent, right? All-time great Packer career for sure. Like, they have a Super Bowl. Long way to go for Hall of Fame, but yeah, I mean, you know, does he get a ring? There, does he have yeah. some primetime playoff performances uh, to stack up? But it's like, does he get does he get two or three? Does he get like two years after this one with Aaron Rodgers? You know, maybe that's. Or, or are they trying well, to find it, it, a quarterback for the rest of his prime after Aaron? But here's the reality. If Aaron keeps playing well, they're not going to get rid of Aaron. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah, if he plays like this, it's, <laughs> he, like you said, it was he's, he's on tier one for the MVP I'm race. I'm not the biggest Rodgers guy as a human. I'll say this, though. When he's on, just in terms of athletes, baseball, basketball, football, golf, all the shit that I enjoy watching, he's up there. You just want to watch a guy cook. You know, everyone's like, let Russ cook. I like watching Rodgers cook. It's it's fun to watch him just throw BBs, different platforms, throw bombs, throw short passes, throw those quick slants. It he's just he's a great watch, is he not? It's fantastic. <laughs> you know? And they, that game was like 
seven to three or seven to six. It felt like halfway through the second quarter. I got. I'm going back to look here, and then they just started rattling off scores. Green Bay. How how about Cousins? Just sneaky nineteen to twenty five for two sixty. Like his numbers are just going to look solid. Now he they lost. It's not all his fault. Guy, if Dalvin Cook had twelve carries for fifty yards, they there's a reason. Do you see? Kind of slipped through the cracks, but Saturday morning, about seven running backs got a ton of money, and he was one of them. Yeah. Listen, I he runs really hard. He gets banged up, but their offense does revolve around him. Remember when the Niners played him? We just went, you stop Dalvin Cook. Cousins can't carry you like Rodgers can carry you. Where he can beat you is when he goes 19 to 25 and Cook's going for 140. When he goes for 50, they, that's, they're not built to play like that. Control the clock, little lower scoring games. 12, 12 for 50, that's a recipe for disaster for Minnesota. They, they are too dependent on that guy. And they paid him like it because I think I'd be they, curious they need to see, him. too, like what part of the problem, right? They got in a big hole. Well, yeah, well, that's part of it, but it's just it's, you stick with the run. You're like, well, fucking down 15 points. You know, it's it just sometimes in your mind, and as a fan, as you're sitting there on the couch, you're thinking it too, but it's like, guys, if you're only down two scores, one score, you'll be okay. Well, I think people, if people abandon it a little quick. What game was I watching? It was the Jets game. Because that game was... Well, it was the Bills 21 nothing or 21-3, and they okay. got like a tw- it's tw- crazy pass to yeah. Crowder. And whoever's calling the game is like, and the Jets are right back in it. And I was like, 21-10, to 10, I mean... Well, and 21 to 10, it's not like they went on some methodical drive. The guy made like seven guys miss, went 80 yards. Like, well, they hit one crazy play, and they had a field goal, and it's an 11-point game. It's not really an 11-point game. The Jets have no shot in this game. (laughs) Jets were bad. Jets were bad. Uh, All right, John, let's tell the people about my bookie. uh, No, about DraftKings. DraftKings. This week is massive. We're going to have a PGA PGA game for Wingfoot. For the U.S. Open, the, yep. the, because they play majors every two weeks in the sport. Yep. And uh, we're going to have another game for uh, football. Are we going to go Sunday only this week for football on DraftKings, you think? Yes. Yeah, to me, I, I I like just being all in on the one day. I, let's go Sunday only. Okay, Sunday only. And, and plus, we, instead of three games, there'll only be one Monday night football game next week. I think that the Thursday night game this upcoming week is bad. It's like Jets. So I don't think we're missing that much. Don't I'll quote me on that, but no, I, I'll, I'll tell you. Hold on. Is it a good game? I, but to me, we got Wingfoot, so we'll go our bread and butter. We'll go PGA Tour, and we'll just go Sunday. Download the DraftKings app. Promo code HAM. Who's the Thursday night game? This is actually – I'm fired up for this game, John. Bengals at Browns. Okay, so we're not going to miss – like, it's it's an enjoyable game to watch. Can't take Baker on you. your DraftKings, John. Yeah, but download the DraftKings app. Promo code HAM. Like you said, we're going to have golf. We're going to have football. Uh, if you're listening to this, we don't have a winner yet because we got two games tomorrow with some pretty big players playing in some of these games, right? Derrick Henry, some dudes on the Steelers, Saquon Barkley, like some impactful people on my Monday Night Football game that could swing the winner. It's a hard part about doing football. You just take, like golf, there's a finite ending. Football is like Thursday night, then Sunday, and then we got Monday. It's, got, it's just like, who? I want a winner. That's right. You know? You guys keep DMing us, so it's simple. You go to DraftKings. You sign up with the promo code HAM uh, to get your shot at a $1 million cash prize. Then you want to find the Haberman of Middlecoff League, get in the league. If you have any trouble, you could just DM us on Instagram, and we'll get you. We'll send you the link. We'll get you in the league. 
Because once you're in the league, when we put a game up, PGA, boom, you see it, you can jump in. When you see the NFL game, boom, you can get in. DraftKings with NBA, single games. I think one thing I'll do, I don't know if we want to consider this, maybe doing a single game DraftKings. Like on a, I don't know if we want to do it with Browns-Bengals, but we could pick a game and just do a game that's a little smaller, but it's you're just picking players from those two teams. Um, but in any event. Not opposed to it. Okay. I think that would be fun on like a good Thursday night I game. I think it would be too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll do that then. We'll identify. We'll definitely keep an eye on that. I'm do we want to do it on Saints play. Raiders? Probably not. Yeah, no. All right, is that Monday night? It's next next Monday, Monday night. night. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's yep. how they open. promo code ham. Download the, the app. Promo code ham. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Because I got a DM uh, from Matt from Pink Onion, where you still got to go get the, go get the Pink Onion uh, ham pizza, the ham pot. Oh god, that, that sounds fantastic. Because right I, we were just DMing. I'm like, are you in the football game? He said, yeah. He, although I'm in Mexico, good thing I set my lineup before I left. I'm not sure if it'll work. You know, some lives. I remember last year I got stuck in the state of Washington and I couldn't make my lineup because of DraftKings. Because of state rules and regulations, so if you're going to travel, make sure you set your lineup in the state that allows you to do it. Great point. If you live in Washington, drive down to Oregon or something, Idaho maybe. Damn states, get in and uh, get in. All right, uh, what else? Download the app. Promo code ham. You want to go to uh, Seahawks? Russell Wilson, Jamal Adams. I mean. Why can't that team win the NFC? DK DK will like drop a ball that they'll he focus had a couple on. Ba- had a couple bad drops, and then it'll hit like two big plays. Right? It's just part of the deal, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd say the biggest difference between Seattle and and the Forty ers is Seattle's quarterback is just an all time great. I mean, as I was, I, I turned up the volume because I got two TVs. I'm going back between all these games. I never know which game to sit on. I never know red zone, what channel, what. So I just, I, I kind of just do this rotation. Every once in a while, I'll just end up on just the Atlanta Seattle game. And they're like, Russell Wilson not going into his ninth year, seven time Pro Bowler. And it's not just seven time Pro Bowler. Like the last four years, it's like he's been the Pro Bowler, like of the NFC, the guy you'd want in. Like he's a better player than Drew Brees. The only guy to me who's truly, quote-unquote, better than him is Mahomes. He's the second-best quarterback in the league. Now, I know Lamar won the MVP last year, and maybe he's improved a lot, and we'll talk about him a little later as a passer, because I actually saw Lamar made a couple of passes. I'm like, damn, nice pass, Lamar. Is that Russell, 31 to 35, 320, like he just... No, no, just fi- finish the line. Don't don't cut off the line, because it's one of the great... It'll be one of the great lines of the NFL season. Yeah, 31 to 35, 322, four touchdowns. He also got sacked three times, but... He had three carries for 29 yards, but a lot of that's 31 of 35 for 322, four touchdowns, no picks. You you know when you'd do a paper and there'd be 35 questions and you'd get graded? Do you know what 31 to 35 would get you? If you round up 89%. No, B plus. 89 point what? Guess what's, it's 88, but if you round up, it'd be 89. But in passing, that's an A plus. What's 89% as a fucking, in an NFL game? Where, where you're Unheard not like, of. it'd be one it'd be one thing if you're like, yeah, it was 8 of 10. 31 to 35? And like you said, I, I vividly remember the one DK drop where he like, it was like a comeback, hit him right in the hands, and DK is like, oh, but you're right. DK immediately makes up for it by these sweet, deep passes. I love DK Metcalf. What'd he do today? 495. And just, just to me, that's a sweet, deep threat. And this is what he is. You got, you Eight can't targets, throw him the, in the middle stuff. He's <laughs> 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 50%, so, but... The ones he catches yeah, make it worth it. 
Julio Jones had nine catches for 150. He looked. Did you? Watch, I mean, he looked incredible. Well, he looks. Him and Ridley, 18 catches, 287 yards on 24 targets. Well, Those two guys are elite. Checking draft. Matt games. Ryan guy. Matt guy. Matt Ryan had 450 yards. They, they lost by. I know I they know. lost by 13. It felt like they lost by 30. Ridley was uh, 37 points in DraftKings today. Um, yeah, oh, they yeah, got their ass kicked. I, I did. Did you? Did you come away thinking, okay, Atlanta? They played the Seahawks. The Seahawks are good. Don't hold it against them. Or what I came away thinking was, I appreciate an owner not folding when everyone says fire your coach, but they might just be running this little. They they might they 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 probably shouldn't have run it back. Or is it yeah, too my, early my, for that? Yeah, my buddy in the NFL. We were just talking quarterbacks the other day. He thought Matt Ryan was declining a little bit. Still has good moments, but I, I think when you watch him, he's like the steroid version of Phillip Rivers because his numbers are more potent. But when I watch him, I never think he's like that dominant of a player. But my takeaway is like, not, he's not their problem. But when I watch him, I go, for a guy that you're paying all this money, I just, I, I just, when I watch Julio, I go, that guy's Jesus Christ, Hall of Fame. David Baker, whenever he's eligible, go right to his door and knock. You don't have to wait for the big room for them to vote. Julio's one of the best wide receivers I've ever seen. He's basically, to me, Terrell Owens with just no drama. He never says a peep, no issues. Even remember the one issue is like, you know, he might hold out. He actually didn't. He showed up, and they just ended up paying him. He's just so easy. But I just feel like Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan gets him the ball, but it's just something to be desired, guy. That's that's how I, I just feel like the Atlanta Falcons are just, you're right. Maybe they're just a coach away because they're gonna. They got enough talent. They'll end up with seven wins. Seattle with Jamal Adams led the team in tackles. Guy had a sack. Had a sweet play on like a defense, uh, like a batted ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Seattle? I'm not trying to overreact. They played the Falcons, but they were on the road early kickoff. You'd say typically this is the type of game where they're usually down at half, right? And Russell pulls it out of his ass. They they usually don't start redlining. And I think some people were saying Jamal's brought a lot of energy to them, and everyone kept tweeting, like, God, Jamal's having a lot of fun. There might be just something in his energy, because the one yeah. thing Clowney doesn't really bring is energy. Jamal does bring excited as hell to be there. I think one thing, no one, you notice today nobody was talking about the Seahawks overpaid for Jamal Adams? Because they would say, well, we got th- this is who we got, and he was a game changer for us today. And he was. Yeah, Andy, Andy Bennett, our buddy, uh, used to be the strength coach yeah. at Fresno State text me middle of the game he's like i would have traded three first rounders for this guy <laughs> because just if you're just a fan watching the game you go is he the best player on the field right well you know i said maybe uh maybe uh jonathan abram will run into cam newton in two weeks cam newton's got they play each other this week so it's jamal adams and cam newton gonna meet a couple times because new england plays See, seattle on sunday that's night a good that's a, that's a great sunday night game yeah. <laughs> god in, nbc gets all seattle. the good games in Seattle. No fans. No I know, fans. but I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. just sweet. So, yeah, I, I, no regrets on that one. He looks sweet. The, I mean, Russell, I thoroughly enjoy watching Russell Wilson play football. Like, as someone that I just, he's one of my favorite players ever. I just, I, I can't get enough of watching him play. Uh, I would never bet against him. Baker, Baker and the Ravens. That's our Thursday night game. Is Baker... Are we having Baker Mayfield a bus conversation? The one thing, like I told you when we talked about this game this week, I just, they, uh, teams with brand new coaches, brand new coordinators, week one without a preseason. I saw Richard Sherman said on Sunday after the game, preseason's a joke. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, but 
I, I, he, he said today. He said he after said that the after the game. Tonight. Someone's like, did not having a preseason game affect things? He's like, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, this is what I'll say for the Browns, who I picked against, and I had the Ravens to cover. They maybe the the Ravens were the one of the best teams in the NFL last year. So maybe th- does the Browns not being ready? Does Baker not being ready for the Ravens mean that they're going to stink? I no, would say no. It, it does not. But I, I do think, in fairness. When you look at the Browns, they drafted this guy number one overall. He was the number one overall pick. But guy, they just, I mean, it would have been insane if they would have taken Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson wasn't that draft. Josh Allen wasn't Lamar that draft. Lamar Jackson's lucky the Browns didn't take him. Sam, Like, listen, we'll, we'll get into Sam Darnold a little later. I, I think Sam Darnold's better than Baker Mayfield. I watched Baker Mayfield, and I, I tweeted this out today because it's driving me nuts. I talked about it with Deshaun Watson when he puts his head down in the pocket. You can't look down. Either throw the ball away or get rid of it. Now, Deshaun adds a running element. I watch Baker Mayfield. He, like, thinks he's playing Iowa State. Baker, the slowest defensive lineman, the fattest motherfucker for the for the Ravens, is going to catch you. They're a better – you're the worst athlete. Every time you guys step on the field, you're at 11 guys, and they're 11 guys. You are the worst athlete on this field. In a game like the Ravens, Honestly, of the 22 guys, it might be by a wide margin. You, you're a, and this is relative. You're like relative to Haberman or Middlecoff. Right, yeah. Right. You're relative to the guys Wink Martindale's rolling out. And obviously, the guys on your team are freak athletes. You're a terrible athlete relative to the other guys on the field. Like, I got Dak on the TV. Like, he can move around. Deshaun can move around. Russell can move around. Baker can't move around. I'm watching Drew Brees. You know what Drew Brees does? If the ball's not there, he throws it away or hits the ground. Baker, like, tries to keep these plays alive. And these defensive linemen just destroy him. I, I, I think he's like got a false sense of who he is. Isn't the number one thing you should do? And, and Belichick talked about this on like when he did that top one hundred. He's like football. I think people overcomplicate stuff. You want to have your good players do things they're good at, and then the guys that have flaws don't ask them to do the things they're not good at, right? And when you approach it from a game plan standpoint, you want to exploit the team's weakness, and you want to try to avoid what their strengths are. Like Baker, stop running. You need, I love Baker Mayfield coming out of Oklahoma, but my comp was like Drew Brees. Even like watching Gardner Minshew, like he knows who he is. I don't think Baker knows who he is. And it's clearly like, I'll give him credit. Like I've seen pictures. He looks way skinnier. I do think he attacked this offseason differently, but there's just a physical skill set on the field that I just like, what are you doing? Uh, we were guy, they had six, the guy, they had six points today. Six. I know. Six. Odell Beckham had three catches for 22 yards. Wouldn't, wouldn't Nick Chubb have 10 carries, 10 touches? He had 10 carries for 60 yards. He actually had a pretty good game. I did hear one thing before the game when the NFL Network was doing their kind of whip around. was like, the Ravens have not forgotten the last time this game happened here. Nick Chubb went off on them. They are blah, blah. When I heard that, I was like, I, God. I mean, I picked the Ravens as it was, but I love the Ravens now. And they were great. You're like, I didn't know that. I didn't know they were pissed off. Yeah, I didn't know they were pissed off from week four, 2019. I, you know how much stuff's happened since week four, 2019? <laughs> how could they still be pissed off about that? But they were, apparently. That, well, that's the problem. I saw Baker Mayfield after the game said, you know, this is going to serve as a wake-up call. And I saw everyone's response like, wake-up call? Baker, our fucking coaches got fired. We've been the shittiest franchise in the league. Well before you got here and since you've been here, you were around Hugh Jackson. How many wake-up calls do you need? The you problem. Just, got, just say, I just got my ass kicked. Well, wake-up call? Like, yeah. did the Niners get a wake-up call today or they just got beat? They got right? beat, you just, yeah, yeah. It's okay to get beat, <laughs> but a wake-up call? And maybe Baker's just bad at 
he leads the league right now just saying dumb things. Like I don't. He I don't might think just he even be a cliche. That way. Yeah, just that's where I hesitate to jump all over guys. Yeah, what's he supposed to be game? like? You know, I'm starting to question myself. If should I have been like the fifth player taken well, in my draft? It's better to say Josh it's a Rosen call better than me. Then we were ready to play. We're, yeah, that's I got beat by 32. But here, here's the thing with the Browns, right? This is not. One of those teams where he went, well, you know, he's playing with just a, an, an empty clip in his gun. What exactly. he, he's taking a he's taking a machete to a fight or a dull knife with a bunch of machine guns. It goes, well, guy, they got a lot of talent. You got Nick Chubb and you have uh, Kareem Hunt. You have Odell Beckham and you have Jarvis Landry. You have Austin Hooper and Najoku. You have increased offensive linemen. Like, what else do you need? You want you want Jerry Rice to come out of retirement for you? That's my problem with Baker. I, I, I'm trying not to overreact, and listen, I'll, I'll over. I am subject to some hyperbole every once in a while. I'll be the first to admit it. I do think he's trending in a terrible direction, guy. So like it's, I'm not trying to overreact here, but and I the the word gets thrown out quickly. But when you're the number one overall pick, and it's it's heading in a bad direction, quick. Would you agree there? Yeah, and part of it is because of everything you just all the players that are around him that you just listed. That unlike so I. Let's talk. We were going to talk about these guys separately, but let's include Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. We know who the best quarterback from the 2018 first round is. It's Lamar. Who's Lamar Jackson? Okay. We know who the yeah. worst is. It's Josh Rosen. The question is who's two, three, and four? And right now, I would have Josh Allen two, Sam Darnold three, Baker Mayfield four. I would have Josh Allen ahead of Sam Darnold. I and I know there was a lot of this on Twitter Sunday, which was like Darnold has no weapons, no offensive line, and a bad coach. And all that might be true. But I, it already feels to me after one week of the season, we're going to get to the end of the year going, well, maybe year four is the year that Baker that that Sam Darnold puts it all together. And again, it might not be his fault, but I think Josh Allen, because his team is good, and unlike Baker, he's got talent around him, and it's working. now. Also, he, can run, he, he can run, too. And also, unlike Baker and Darnold, he's playing for a stable franchise right now, and the same head coach is his first. It's crazy. I mean, he's Darn a really good athlete guy. But uh, he's, he, he would be two right now. Darnold would be three. Yeah, and Baker would be four. Yeah. Agree? Or would you have... And Rosen, and Rosen who sat in the stands today and watched the game. He traveled, five. though. Good sign. Uh, I, yeah, I would have Lamar solidified at one. I'd have Josh Allen as a clear two. I mean, a clear two. Yep. Because he... One, he's a great fantasy player. I've been reading all this stuff. Like, he's really good. And then I played him. I'm like, God, he can score you touchdowns with his legs. He's got a really explosive arm. Now, he will airmail a thrower, too. There was a He's play. like the quarterback version of DK. Yeah. I, I'd even say, yeah, what DK might be in like a year or two. Like, DK's always going to drop yeah, some better. balls, but as he gets better, he'll going to be... Josh Allen's still a really good player. Sam Darnold just... You know, if, if you were trying to put a grade on him, would it be, you know, uh, what, what's the what's the term for can't be completed or not enough information or, you know, like... Uh, N.A.? Yeah, I don't have enough information available. But it's not... Unlike Baker, if Sam was playing with all these great players, I think he would get be highly criticized. I do think people give him, like, guy. He's playing with fucking Le'Veon Bell, who's slow as you, and he didn't even make it through the game. His James had a wider... Guy, he just had a wide receiver get cut because he was stealing PPP loans. And it wasn't just... Oh, well, how much he steal? Like a thousand dollars, twenty four million dollars of PPP loans. To his credit, he went big. 
<laughs> he went. He his he, one of his wide receivers stole twenty four million dollars in PPP loans. Did he successfully like, do it, or did he did he get? I think he got million? a lot. Of, yeah, I think he got a lot of money. <laughs> I think he got wow. a lot of cash. But it just part of it is just you. I have an investment opportunity sh- for you. <laughs> shitty situation. I recommend the Steve Madden documentary on Netflix. He uh, when Steve Madden's shoes originally took off, you know who took them public. I saw the pro- I saw the uh Well you've seen the movie probably with with Leo, Oh so with Jordan Belfort, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah it was, Jordan it was like yeah, somehow yeah. knew the guy, reached out to him, took him public. Yeah. There's a scene in the Wolf of Wall Street when Leo brings that's it right. into uh that's right. and he goes, Meet Steve Madden. He's that's like, right. Steve, tell my guys about your shoes. And they're throwing shit at him about the shoes. And Steve Madden, the actual Steve Madden, told the story. He's like, Yeah, they actually did it. He's like, I didn't talk to him for the movie. He's like, that scene was pretty right. He's like, you know, I got great shoes. Here are my shoes. getting booed and they're throwing shit. And then Leo comes on. He's like, sell the shit out of Steve Madden. And Steve's like this. He's like, that's kind of the way it happened. Uh, but then Steve also went to jail because uh, it's, you just, just watch the show. It's really good. Okay, yeah. It's, it's like an hour documentary. Steve Madden's kind of a crazy asshole. But, yeah, I mean. So I, excuses I, are I, legit for Sam, but they, they're not good. He's, he is... It doesn't. It's going to be really hard do, for him do, to have a do good you, year. Do you think that Adam Gase makes it through the season? Because I would bet probably he gets fired as the season goes yeah, on. Yeah, who's who? Uh, who else they got on that staff? Yeah, I mean they got what's his name? He's turned down a million jobs. Remember, uh, Greg Williams. <laughs> they want to hire. Oh, you're coach. right, the Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> the Grim Reaper. Of course, he's so, getting fired during the year. Yeah, I, I would imagine that he'll be the interim coach for the last eight games. Uh, let's do, see here. Let's who, do the, who, do the, who do the Niners play this week? The Jets or the Giants? They play the, the Jets, Jets, right? They play the Jets. We got Dowell Loggins, uh, not going to be the head coach. I think we've done be, this before. Would well, you they got be shell-shocked? Bulldog offensive line coach Derek Frazier on the staff. Fresno State. Yep, assistant offensive line coach. They got former OC. Remember when this guy, Jim, Bo- Jim Bob Cooter on the staff? Yep. I remember him. Tennessee. Uh, wasn't he the Lions offensive coordinator? Yep, Jim Bob Gooder. They got, Remember he got a DUI? That's right. They got Joe Vitt. Yeah. Didn't Joe take over for Sean Payton for a year? Yep, when Sean Payton got suspended. Um, they, got, they got some names on this staff. They got Mac Brown. Related? Uh, no, but he won this weekend. No, no, but is this guy related to Mac? His name is Mac Brown. Is it Mac Brown Jr.? Or is it just That's Mac Brown? That's a good question. Uh, I would... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't think there's any relation. So anyway, yeah, Greg Williams. Um, yeah, they're a mess. Well, I feel, I feel for Sam. Baker's we, getting. We a didn't. Lot of we didn't hit the panic button on the Niners. They should kill the Jets because the the Jets should really like. How are the Jets going to score on the Niners? Yeah. How are they going to run the so, ball? Yeah, they, they shouldn't be able to. Darnold's not going to – and the other thing is, you know, Kyler. We, you want to talk about Kyler because – anyway, so that's where things stand with the 2018 draft class. Uh, do, I mean, do we talk enough about Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins, or should we talk about them a little more? Uh, we, we you want to talk, talk about, about LinkedIn first, or you want to talk about Yeah, uh, yeah, Kyler? yeah. Good call. Let's talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com slash ham. Get yourself uh, – There you go. Listen, we're all looking to hire, guy. We're looking to hire. You're probably looking to hire. You know anyone that's looking to hire – Tell them to go to LinkedIn Jobs. Some would That's say we where, did make a hire, John. Yeah. I mean, LinkedIn.com slash ham gets you $50 off your first job post. I mean, hundreds of millions of people on LinkedIn. 690 on LinkedIn. million members worldwide. So it's an active community Guys on professionals. LinkedIn. 
I'd be shell-shocked if anyone listening is not on LinkedIn. Everyone's there. That's where people are. It's where humans exist, and that's where LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire the people with the hard and the soft skills, links you right to the job that you're looking to acquire. Put your job post in front of qualified members every day so it's seen by the people looking for jobs just like yours. LinkedIn Jobs is proven to help you hire the right person faster. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. Like John said, you get 50 bucks off your first job post. Visit linkedin.com slash ham. Again, that's linkedin.com slash ham to get 50 bucks off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Love it. So did we talk enough about Kyler? I feel like we did. I don't think we I don't I don't know if we did. We got more to say about did Kyler? Why well, I, I got more to say on just DeAndre Hopkins that that trade when you look at that team it's a huge boost because they have an exceptional talent at quarterback. You're right. We did talk a little bit about him, no, but they it, just though. got Keep some going. they got Buda Baker, Chandler Jones. Like they do have some pieces on the team. You had that guy who just I think sometimes a speed wide receiver, like a Ruggs type, a Jalen Rager, a lot of the guys in this draft class, I think it's hard sometimes to get on the same page as your quarterback, right? Because you're running at rapid speed. It just it takes years to get a feel for it. I'd say the DeAndre Hopkins, the Michael Thomas types, the Keenan Allens, wouldn't you say like they're the most plug-and-play player of any skill guy on offense? Maybe an Maybe a running back like a like a Walter Payton, but most running backs are kind of scheme dependent. DeAndre Hopkins could, is there a scheme that he wouldn't kick ass in? Like he just, he just runs outs and comebacks and over the middles and just fucking dominates. He's just easy. You just put him in the game and throw him the ball. And I, he just does what he does. I mean, it's just double digit catches I, I, every game. I would say, and I think he's even more dangerous when he's with, and he was with a quarterback like this before too, but a quarterback that can extend plays. Because yes. he's just a, he will just, he is a football catcher. And Kyler, yeah. even as he's extending plays, is looking to throw. So I actually do have something I didn't say earlier about them that I, it's possible, John, whatever we always talk about, Cliff didn't win at Texas Tech. But I thought he held, I thought, now he has Kyler and he has Hopkins, but you, I don't hold that against him. He, I thought he, he, he had a good football game against the four, against Kyle Shanahan, Cliff Kingsbury's football team looked like it belonged. Now part of that is his team Kyler's is making pulling plays out of his, his team ass is exhausting to defend. But that's his core. Yeah. My point is just like with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, how is Cliff not going to be the coach in four, five, six years? Well, he deserves credit, right? The reason they got rid of Josh Rosen for this guy was him. If he didn't want to do it, they would not have done it. That move, one of the better moves in recent memory. I mean, they just drafted the guy number ten overall. I'd say in the history of the league, most people don't do that move. I think, did you tell me once upon a time, or the stats been out there? It's only the second time in league history it happened. I think the Broncos had done it the time they got Elway. So you'd say the two times it's happened, obviously the Elway one, home run. This one sure as hell is trending in the right, right. direction. Yep. It, regardless of how much they win, it's the right move. One guy's on a fucking practice squad. The other guy just beat the defending uh, NFC, you know, champions. NFC champions. And, and kind of just did it himself. He's exceptional. And he, like you said, this the, the pace they play in, part of it is just Kyler's exhausting. But I, the one thing I like about DeAndre, he, he has a Julio vibe to him. Like, just zero. Emo- it's just, I kick your ass, Business. get up, go back to the huddle. It's just, I'm here to kick ass. He doesn't celebrate. 
The guy you did, John, crazy Bill O'Brien doesn't like him. Isn't that what Bill O'Brien likes? Oh yeah, because he brings people to practice or something. I don't even remember in the locker room. What? <laughs> like he's the guy you trade when you are tanking. He is not the guy you trade when you're trying to win. Which is what the t- I. It's it's crazy. They they are. There is no doubt about it with him, and just Christian Kirk. I mean, Larry's just Larry's a lock. Larry's line now in 2020, like it has been for the last two or three years, is just the. Four for 46, you know, two first downs, and just you, he makes some sweet blocks for his teammates. He just, Larry. Was four for 46 <laughs> his number on Sunday? I I just completely guessed. I Three for 38, five for 50. I mean, that's just kind of the Larry Fitzgerald. I honestly, I right I'm now. thinking, I, I can't remember his, I can't remember a single one of his catches. He had four for 34, so I was even a little high. That was perfect, though. Yeah, I mean that's to me that's what Larry brings. Kirk's their deep threat. And Kenny he got him a penalty on a deep ball. Wouldn't you say with Kyler's running to go along with Drake, you basically just got a hundred yard running runner every game? Because if that Kenner Drake just gets you sixty to seventy, Kyler's going to get you a minimum thirty five, some potentially a hundred. Right? Their their swing running the ball is huge because if they just get fifty to eighty out of their running back. Kyler will get that extra to get him to 100, but if he goes off, it could be 150 total. Like today, they ran for 180 yards, and Kyler was 90, and and Kenyon Drake was 60. And one thing we talked about, what would you rather have him do? Throw for 300 or run for 100? And it was actually, he didn't do either, and they still lost. That kind of speaks to Jimmy's shitty game, right? But Kyler, to me, was, I don't think the numbers... Yeah, to me, the numbers don't do him justice. No. He was, I mean, is elite too strong? I thought he was fucking dominant. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought he was... Uh, His scrambling ability, what, do you, what are you supposed to do? I, I don't... What, what are the... Like, how, how do you negate his scrambling? What do you I, do? I don't, I don't know that you do. I, I, the way I would put it is, as the, when that game, when Cliff Kingsbury walks off the field in his head, he's thinking, "There's, I wouldn't." Now, of course, you'd rather have Russell Wilson, but you walk off the field thinking, "If you're a Cardinal fan, I wouldn't." There's not another quarterback I would want. I would just keep my guy, right? That's what you're can thinking. I, I, I am happy with my. I am thrilled with my quarterback. Don't show I'm me not the box take, score. I'm not going to take the L on this yet because we got a long season to go, and if we've learned anything, you can't make. You don't know much after week one. A lot changes. This kid might be good enough over the next several years to get this guy to the second round of the playoffs to win them the division. He he might be that special. And you've been saying it the whole time. And the more you watch him, it's it's hard to you'd have to be a Kyler Murray hater to push back on that. Like this guy clearly is a elite talent, right? He can throw it, he's accurate, he can run it, he's he smart. avoids the hits, he's smart, he slides, he can throw like the short passes, he can clearly throw the deep passes like he, the only his thing body he language is, says he belongs. The only thing he doesn't do is be tall, and I don't. Even, you don't really even notice it, it once ma- he starts playing. It makes it worse, actually, to play him. <laughs> it drives you nuts. You're like, God, this little guy, how do you stop him? The holes look he, twice so, as big. So where I might take the L on Kingsbury the next couple years is his quarterback might just be a high-end pro bowler. And if you have a high-end pro bowl quarterback... That, and by the way, you get credit for You picked him. Yeah, no, I, I've never disputed that he wasn't a good evaluator on Kyler. I was more just, win, can he win games? Maybe it's harder to win at Texas Tech than it is in the NFL. You Maybe find, that is true. They get, you know, scored points. It's not like he didn't score points as Texas Tech. 
Well, wouldn't you say the easier part about the NFL is the other team doesn't get as many possessions, and it's just well, it's hard in the NFL just to ha- not have three and outs, like you're just or just some drop balls or some punts. It's going to happen. If we took all the players he has right now on defense at Arizona and compared them to the how many of how many if we took the all time Texas Tech defense that he played with, would any of them be? But, but, but my my pushback though, guy was. For every Oklahoma, you do play a lot of average opponents in that conference. No, there's no question. And, and and I think Mike Leach at Texas Tech and Washington State proved that if you're a good coach, you can get to that nine ten threshold. But I think and Mike couldn't. But I think Mike Leach might be an outlier. I think he is an outlier. Well, yeah. Well, that's that was my point. Is part of being a good NFL coach is you kind of have to be an outlier, and I don't know if he is. But would you take Mike they, Leach in the NFL? Like, there's other things to the job, right? I mean, I'm just saying, like. I, Maybe Texas, we'll see. It's one week, so you might turn out to be, who knows? But maybe it'll turn out. Well, if Cliff Kingsbury can call offense he, in the NFL, then Mike Leach would be able to call offense in the league. Yeah, but you I, have to lead, do all the other but stuff. But you got to make yeah. sure a team wants to play for you every day and all that kind of shit, too, right? Yes. Which Cliff seems likable. Well, but Cliff's been in the NFL. Tom Brady likes him. Like, I think he gets all that. I, I've never disputed, like, guys like him. He can lead. I just thought more just as a coach, you either win or you lose. Yeah, I'm just like but my but here's what I would say is if you can lead and call offense, then there might be a spot for you. Well, that's the great part about the NFL is like, well, you're not picking the players. The GM is. So if you got a good GM, he's picked you enough good players, maybe you'll be in good shape. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I could be proven wrong. I mean, I am prepared. Are the Cardinals a playoff team? You know, we talked about them on the podcast the other day. You I said, I think, like seven wins. You said six, right? So... But they just beat the Hardy, 49ers Hardy, week one. So, on the yeah, road. they got a shot. Hell, yeah, they got a <laughs> Yes, yeah, they, they might be a playoff team. Yeah. <laughs> they just beat the Niners at home. Now, one thing we know, big picture, is this is a motherfucker matchup for the Niners, right? It, yeah. This is. There's a reason they <laughs> took the Cardinals on the points. Yeah, this is a hold-on-for-your-ass game for them. It ha- All three of them since Kyler showed up. They, the, well, the Niners would pay to have Josh Rosen come back, right? <laughs> Gladly. Uh, God, there's so many other things to get to. It's Philip Rivers shot, uh, Ron Rivera, the Bengal, Joe Burrow, Philly blew a, let's go. Philly blows a 17 to nothing lead to Ron Rivera, who I'm watching the game and he has like, you know, the gauze on his right arm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is going on? You told you me you got an IV at halftime. At halftime. Yeah. I, I listen. He's a total football guy. Uh, <laughs> he is a, I, I'm a, I'm a Ron Rivera fan. I texted a buddy in the NFL this today. I'm like, listen, I, I don't know if the Redskins have enough talent to consistently the football, be good. football team. Yeah, excuse, sorry. Washington football team is hard. Just muscle memory Absolutely. or brain memory. Is Listen, people people think that I hate Del Rio. I, I just never thought he was going to be good enough to get him to like win in the playoffs. I was actually always impressed with, like, I, I saw how shitty the Raiders were. Del Rio and Rivera, that team is not going to be just some chumps, right? Defensively, they're going to hit guys in their mouth. What do you think about this? A guy DM me, uh, and he's like, tell me I'm crazy. Well, when I watch Carson Wentz, I see a little Jeff George. Elite physical attributes, but just something missing. And I'm like, well, that's probably too strong, but I do think there is now tangible evidence that he's kind of driving some people nuts, right? He threw two picks. I watched this highlight of Doug saying, like, yeah, talking about a couple of his picks. Like, I some of these... You know, sometimes sacks are on the quarterback. Sometimes they're on the offensive line. But there are certain things that cannot happen. When we have a certain play call, you can't throw it to this area. And Carson still makes some 
remedial might be strong, but just some mistakes that for a guy you're paying huge money to and has these elite, like the one thing we say about Jared Goff, right, is he doesn't have elite physical tools. Carson, I think where he frustrates people is like, no one on the field physically is more gifted than the guy. And I think sometimes he's like a pitcher. Feels like the Giants have had a lot of these guys. The guy that throws like 100, but you're like, well, if he can't locate, he can't throw any other pitches. Sometimes it feels like Carson doesn't have much touch. Let's not forget either that we had that last offseason, right? It was last offseason. There was that story that people don't like him in the locker room that kind of went people away. Thought it was just, people thought it was just Alshon. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, it wasn't it was nothing. Still out there. I, you know, you don't yeah. hear that story about Jimmy Garoppolo. You don't hear that story about Dak Prescott. You don't hear that story about Deshaun Watson. You don't hear that story about most guys that we look at well, as you, complete you, quarterbacks. You see, you see the thing I forwarded you? What? About Jack Urch yelling at Howie Roseman yeah. on the field this week? Yeah. You know who you know who Carson Wentz's best friend is on the team? Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Really religious. They are boys. That was part of Alshon's deal was like he only throws it to Zach Ertz. I wonder if there's a little bit like the Eagles just want to get Ertz out of there to just not. I, I don't know. Interesting I, I, theory. I, I have no inside information on this, but I, when I saw that Ertz started screaming at Howie on the field, like, that's kind of nuts. Like, that's, but I wonder if in Carson's mind, does he think Ertz is right? Like, is, is Carson, you're not good, in, like, you are good enough, but you're not accomplished enough to really get involved in these situations. I, I have heard Carson, not from anyone with the Eagles, but just people around the league think, you know, he's got a big fucking ego. And I think you've heard this I've, too. I've heard like that I, too, yeah. There, there is an element of like, I think From people thinks, with direct sources in the locker room. Yeah, that... You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't think that's unfounded. And to your point on the interceptions, John, it's not like they lost 27 to 17 and he threw the, he threw one of those picks when it was they're down by three and he threw another one of those picks when the game was tied. He threw one of the picks when they're up 17 to nothing. The only way Washington's coming back in this game is if you help them because they're doing nothing on offense. It leads directly to a Washington touchdown. And then it's 17 to seven. And he throws another pick that leads directly to a Washington touchdown. Washington does not get back in the game if he doesn't throw interceptions. Guy. It's one thing if you're in a shootout and you throw a couple of picks that cost you. Okay. But the only way football team was going to win the football game was if you turned the ball over. You know when I see the Urch yelling at Howie, like, like it's part of Carson's job to help figure out this problem. Like Once you get paid all this money, like him and Doug – have to corral Zach. Now, Zach did have a touchdown today. Then they make sure uh, not to throw him a second one. Like, can't get him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we got to spread the ball a little bit. I, I, They've really banged up. Like, they're a team that, like, to me, I watched the Niners. Like, they lost, but it wasn't like they are missing a couple legitimate guys. But I still think a lot of positives to be gained there. The Eagles might have some issues. I mean, they, they just might have some issues. The, the, the Washington Redskins worked them up front. Was right. Bryce Love not active? No, healthy and active. So all the hype on mm. him was fake hype. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're a healthy scratch, they just don't think you're good enough. Like it's just on that given week. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Rager, no, he had one play. Yeah, but it was I, the I, only I, play. Well, I don't think the Redskins are. Or Washington is good. Like I, I do you think they're going to win five games? No, well, I don't think like they're, they're no because that, I don't man. think Dwayne's good enough. But you and I, I think we we agreed on this game right last week when we did our picks or on Friday, Thursday, whenever yeah. it was. We took Washington in the points in this game. Well, I think your soccer theory is kind of playing out. If you just get a decent squad, not like the worst team in the league like a Jets, 
But the taking the points, probably you could argue maybe just in September might be pretty good value, right? Just taking the points in general around the league. When you yeah. can get, in a soccer, you get two goals a lot. So I'd say in the NFL, you get seven plus points. Even the Jets guy, the Jets who we've talked a lot of shit about, they lost by 10. So it's not, I mean, they weren't that far away off from covering. I mean, they were a field goal away from being right there. All these scores, like Miami was god-awful day. They lost by 10. Beside the Browns, no one's getting mollywopped. No one's getting losing by 20. It's going to be hard, unless you're playing Mahomes. Hopefully the Giants do on Monday night. Yeah, ho- and, but and I mean, really the Jets I, but were I just, getting their end. The Jets were on their way to it. But, I mean, that's the point. Is it just, it's hard. It's hard to blow somebody out four quarters in the NFL. Yeah, and on the play that Crowder went basically 80, he had to make like four guys miss. It's like he disappeared through this little hole, and then it's like, oh, then he pops out. I don't know how he did it. And then he just took off. He's pretty fast. One game I kind of regretted early. We both took the Colts, I think. I did. I don't. Did you take the Colts as well? Yeah, I mean, I would have. I I didn't. I mean, not bet, just we did the picks. But one thing that game started, and it's like you're watching it going, this, they have, the Jags have a crowd. They're the only one in the league on Sunday that had a crowd. I kind of started. The Jags scored early, too, which made it easy to regret that. LaVisca Chenault had a sweet touchdown. I mean, the Jags beat the Colts. We talked about it all, every game last year, every every time. It's a West Coast tradition. It's it's 4th, 20. You look up. The Chargers game is the only game still going, so it's on red zone. And Phillip is flailing to try to bring, bring his team back. That The same thing happened. Again, you look up, and there's Phillip trying to flail and bring the Colts back. I, I don't know how much of that game you saw or people listening saw. From what I saw... I'm looking at his numbers, John. It says 36. They're not the numbers aren't bad. For 363, yeah. a touchdown and two picks. I didn't feel like he looked that good when I watched it, but you know how many incompletions Minshew had? One. 19 and 20. I just the box score. I, I had three touchdowns. So I don't know. Maybe they're not going to end up with uh, Clemson's quarterback. On the plays that I saw of them on offense, he looked pretty normal, like a normal Minshew? quarterback. Here's the thing with the yeah. Jags is they changed the, you They look sweet in their all whites. Like, you kind of think you're watching a good football team. Well, the, I, I saw some people tweeting this, and they're right. Like, the, say what you want. When Jay Gruden has just had solid quarterback play, he's a pretty good offensive coordinator. Like, Jay, Jay Gruden is not some no-name offensive coordinator, right? Isn't it fair to say that maybe they'll be frisky on offense? I don't know. Defensively, yeah, I think they benefited from. I think you look Marlon at Mack tore his Achilles. Uh, I, I'd say the Colts need to run the ball. Jonathan Taylor had nine carries for twenty-two yards. To me, the Rivers problem because you look at his numbers. Clearly, they had some explosive plays. I mean, through three hundred sixty yards, and they were it, the game was tied most of the game. So it's not like they had to throw. I just don't think the running game was working. He just throws picks, guy, and his picks come at the end of the game, and I think that's where the Chargers would say, I. I I can't overcome fucking fourth quarter picks. It's just, you can't overcome fourth quarter picks. I can't have you throwing a pick in the fourth quarter. It, it can't happen. Because if it does, we're going to lose. And they lost today because of Phil. I mean, it's not Phillip Rivers' fault, but the pick ends to, it leads to a loss. And that's his problem right now. He just, he throws a lot of picks. I mean, he had two today. Like, Phil, you just, you just keep racking up two games. Like eventually, you look at the last several years, like Jesus Christ, he's got fifty picks. Like yeah, he throws a lot of them. Is it possible? Minshew, like, Minshew, three touchdowns, no picks. Is like, it possible the Jags? Let's. I mean, if they have the first pick, they have to take Trevor Lawrence. 
But is it possible they're not going to be in position to do that? I mean, I think well, it's guy, possible. I mean, they, they, well, they get the Titans this week. We'll see how good they look on Monday night. Then they get the Dolphins and the Bengals. So is it crazy they start 3-1? and one, Then the Texans, Lions, Chargers, Texans. I mean, guy, their schedule is pretty easy. Then they get the Packers, Steelers, the Browns, Vikings, Ravens, Bears, Colts. Bear, yeah. It's, it's not crazy. They, they, they could win six, seven games yeah. for sure. They could win six, seven games for sure. Um, What was the thing that... Uh, oh, Monday Night Football? What was the game? There was one other game that you had mentioned that... I, oh, the Bears game. I, I made a tweet at halftime. And, and my emotional tweets typically have money on the game. That's why I was... Phil, uh, Tyrod Taylor's driving me nuts. Trubisky was terrible in the first half. I mean, god-awful. And I was just like, this guy's the worst quarterback in the league. You, you got you to gotta cut him Monday. And then going into the fourth quarter, guy, they're down 23-6. to six, And their offense... Anemic, I don't even think is a strong enough adjective to describe them. I mean, no, was, I'm sitting here going, I can't believe Middlecoff argued with me when I took the Lions. And then, boom, he scores a touchdown. Then, boom, he scores another touchdown. Then, boom, Stafford throws a pick and they get the ball back and he leads them to another touchdown drive. He scores three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. My parlay with the Raiders, which I definitely sweated out too, though I felt more comfortable with that just because I knew they would be able to score. Like I felt good I had a chance. I thought the I thought the Bears game was over. Then for Stafford to get the ball that back, drive them down the field, down four. So I feel pretty good. Like worst case scenario, they win by three. I push it and I just get my $250 back. He hits the rookie from Georgia in the hands. Swift? Is that who it was? Swift in the hands. In the hands. In the end zone. Clearly, he was he wasn't like looking like he was going to get hit. I think he was kind of just trying to gather himself where he was if to get his feet in. He just didn't look the ball in, and the ball hit the ground. Devastating. I saw someone take like the twenty minute twenty second clip, put the Lions radio call over it, and you just feel like they've oh, had these calls for I want to listen to that years. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, it wasn't that crazy, but it's just. I just want to hear. I like yeah, hearing pain. Yeah, I, I, I got lucky. There's no doubt about it. I got lucky, but part of it. That's why I felt good about betting on the Bears, guy. They were playing the Lions. I, I, you, you bet against the Lions. Like, Stafford is not the problem. Stafford's a good player. But there is something with Stafford. Like, he threw a pick at the end of the game that cost him the game. Oh, that's TV. That's TV call. I want to hear the radio call. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was like so an obscure tweet. I, yeah. I, I, I tweeted at one point just a poll, right? Foles right now, Foles week two, Foles week three, Foles week four. After that game, I I mean, did he buy himself several weeks? Because I, I thought probably, let's say that game ends the way it's looking it was going to end. I think Trubisky probably still gets another week or two, like maybe one more week, and then you get Foles week three. What, if, think, what if they had lost like 30 to six? You think Foles, we get Foles week two? I just to think me, there would have been, been no been reason. A major to, conversation, but, yeah. But I, now, I think it would have been tough. do you think he's still like? In other words, here's what I'm asking: if there, if he's awful next week, does that automatically mean Foles week three, or did he buy himself a few weeks, Trubisky, with this game? Well, what what everyone around the Bears was telling me: if we can win this game, we then get the Giants and the Falcons with terrible defenses. He's in a then position they, where we get Indy. We start three and zero. We start four and zero. We start three and one. I think this bought him a a huge amount of real estate. And in fairness, like he made some big time plays, right? I mean, he just made some nice throws. I listen, I, I, I got lucky, but bought him some time. 
he it's weird because he is it's not like he has a shitty arm or he's a terrible athlete like he's more physically gifted i'm not talking accurate because he's not that accurate for the most part but like then he just walked in the room and baker mayfield walked in the room he'd be like oh that's that's a professional athlete and that's just some uh kid that's the neighbor (laughs) right (laughs) that's just that's a fact (laughs) yeah that's his friend his yeah, assistant. that's the fraternity party this guy's going to with this fucking Fu Manchu. What the hell is this guy doing? Oh, I, I guess he doesn't have Fu Manchu anymore. It's Gardner. Yeah, Gardner still rocks it. All right, so we got, we've got, by the way, we've got a potential week five Thursday night Bears hosting Bucks. So Mitchell's still going to be the quarterback oh. then? It feels like now, if you had asked me before, I would have said, if you had asked me before the game started, I would have said no. What'd you say week is that? Five. That's a good Thursday night game. Kind of. I mean, as long as... Yeah, I would say the... I would say, you know, week three is Miami-Jacksonville. Week four is Jets-Broncos. Feels like we got some Thursday night games that are like old school Thursday night games. Yeah. Back when they they sucked, though. Thursday night games. Dolphins-Jags. Can't can't give Fox everything. I think they just think you'll have to watch it. You don't have a choice. I mean, they're right. But there was a minute there where it looked like Thursday nights were getting sweet. Yeah, well, I think I think Fox and CBS probably complained about the Sunday inventory, <laughs> right? We just we want some of these games for Sunday afternoon. Uh, all right, John, let's uh, let's finish here by talking about Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football, two games. We put our lock on the week, our lock of the week on the Steelers game. Steelers minus five and a half. That line then got to six. This is the first Monday Night game, Steelers and Giants. That line is back to five and a half. Uh, how do you feel about after we watched Sunday play out? We didn't take the Cowboy game. We didn't take the Raider game. I was trying to remember why didn't we take the Bills over the Jets? I think maybe we just didn't like the payout on that, so we took the, the Steelers. Was, the, yeah, the Vig was big. It was like minus one thirty or something. Okay. So how do you feel now as we look ahead to Monday Night Football that we this is the game we settled on? I feel okay. You feel okay? Yeah. I mean, I. I, I my feelings haven't really changed. I felt confident, but it's just, it's a bet. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little nervous. I, I, I'm just going to lean on. I think the Giants are terrible. I think their defense is bad. And if Big Ben just has a pulse, they should be able to score. And I don't think the Giants can score on them. The Steelers showed last year they have one of the best defenses in the league. I think the Steelers kind of get their swag back. And I think they'll kind of inspired, like, they don't give a shit about the Bengals or the Browns. They, they look at, we're, we're the Ravens too. We are the Ravens. The Ravens are us. Right in theory, that's how they've they've always looked at each other like equals. You think they like seeing the Ravens just get talked about like they're the Chiefs? Forever it was like the Steelers were talked about with the Patriots. Could they ever get over the hump? But it was like they were one of the elite teams. I actually think the Steelers kind of just have a little chip on their shoulders. Show everyone, like guys, we're fucking we're, we're a lock playoff team. The only reason we didn't make the playoffs last year was because our starting quarterback tore his elbow. So yeah, I'm talking myself into. It. I feel good. I, I want to see like a 14 nothing first yeah. quarter. I think Juju's going to have a big game, John. I feel good about this, too. Uh, we put 250. This is our one game that we're, we put 250 on this game. We win it. Then we got another. We're doing our own survivor pool, basically. But it's just we pick as a – we combine pick one game a week. We have to agree on the game. So this is our lock. Kind of, kind of, what, what about the Browns next week against the Bengals? Too risky. Too shitty. What's the we'll, line? We'll have have you looked at week two yet? No, I haven't. Um. What, uh, I, 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 I feel is, good about the Steelers. What's on the line here? I have. What do we make on our 250 bucks with a win? Yeah, like two, two, 227 Great. But we got enough cash to that, keep on bet. That just rolls over the next week. Um, okay, I still feel good about, I, you know, Titans-Broncos, I am looking forward to this game just because the Broncos are a team we've talked about a lot. 
Part of me feels like we've almost talked about them too much. Um, at this point, the Titans are minus three. I think it, yeah, the line shifted dramatically. Yeah. I, at one point, when we started talking about this game, it was Titans plus two or plus two and a half. Uh, and I liked, we talked about Tennessee at that point in time. We just didn't trust them enough to do that. Um, if the Broncos tweeted out a video from Vaughn Miller on his couch telling the guys good luck. Well, they, the guys looked, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler looked sweet on all the Instagram, Twitter videos I saw. But I don't love the Titans, John, but I like them enough, I think, to, to take them if I, if I wouldn't bet this game. You like the Broncos? I, I wouldn't either. I'd probably take the Broncos at this point plus three. The line just shifted that dramatically. What really changed? Because bottom line for me, the Broncos are going to live and die if Drew Locke's good. It was, last year, Von Miller had his worst season of his career. He had like eight sacks. And Bradley Chubb was missing. Like their defense, this is a, pat, this is a league based on your quarterback. If their quarterback's good, they'll be fine. If he's below average, they're fucked. Von Miller could have been great. If Drew Locke was bad, they would have been a bad team. So to me, if Drew Locke's good, they're going to have an explosive offense. They got multiple running backs. They have a defensive head coach. So you go, well, if you are going to lose a star player, and he's clearly a star player, uh, you'd want him to be on the side of the ball that your coach, your head coach, we say this all the time about Kyle, like if you gave the Niners a shitty head coach right now, it'd be hard with the guys that are rolling out on offense. Yeah. But luckily their offensive coordinator can make Dante Pettis functional in theory. So you just not really, it's, it's been his failure, uh, but it might be Dante's failure, but you get what I'm saying. Like he can just create, he can make a Kendrick Bourne. Like you can make a guy. And I, I think this is going to start or end with Drew Locke. I'm kind of buying into Drew Locke. My tune might change. I'm taking the Broncos plus three. Uh, I am also kind of buying into Drew Locke. I just don't know if I'm buying into Drew Locke enough to beat the Titans uh, week one. Actually, I, so I, I would take the Titans here. It might actually be a three-point game. I mean, I just like them to win, so I would take them to cover just because I have an easier time seeing them winning. But, I mean, Drew Locke was, what, 4-1 four, four and one last year? Um, yeah. So, you know, he's Meaningless got Meaningless games, kind of. They were out of it. You know, it's going to I, – I'm fascinated. I'm buying into the hype, not based on that much. Uh, I'm just kind of going in eyes wide open. <laughs> I, I'm just leaning that way just because that's the way I want to lean. It's not based on like hard, tangible evidence. It's not based on I didn't love the guy coming out of college. Um, you know, I I don't like you said Pat Shermer. His history shows it's not like I think people are acting like he's Mike Holmgren or Mike Shanahan or something. That hasn't really been his offensive coordinator history. So just I'm hoping because I, I like it when the Broncos are good and they do have a lot of fun players on offense. But there's a chance the guy's not good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I like Vrabel in the top, but I like the Titans too. I, I like Derrick Henry. Just, yeah, to me, it's just a solid. Wouldn't you say it's just a solid second Monday night game? Like it's just a watchable second Monday night game on paper going into it. Yeah, it might be the more watchable game of the two. Well, it, I mean, that's why we bet be. on the other. That's why game. we bet on it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we bet on it because it was one of in one of the more lopsided games in paper. It better not be close because I'm scheduled for a 6:45 p.m. haircut on Monday, so I'll be watching the end of that Steeler game with scissors by my ears. Hard to, and hard a lot to get on in. the line. Very hard to get in, yeah. Yeah. You got to take it when you can get it. it. Was, it's an indoor haircut. Oh, it is? Yeah. They're so back? I got TVs. Yep. Hey, she, we, we back. Pelosi felt, some, Pelosi felt some pressure, huh? People freaked out. What do you mean? Well, like she, when Pelosi went in and used it, yeah. a lot, people were fucking pissed off. You know? The, yeah, but I think we're on our way. Oh, you're saying that's why we're inside now? I think we were on our way to inside before that, but. 
We were, but I mean, I people got uh, salon owners left and right politically just were like, what the fuck? Yeah, they were angry right. already. My barber was on TV. They interviewed her on TV uh, yeah. on local news. I was getting a haircut rooftop at that point in time. But at that point in time, I think she thought they were on track to be indoors in a week or two anyway. But yes, everybody was... They were all very. So, nice. I mean, it, it, it again. It didn't affect. It didn't impact me personally. I did feel for. I just follow some salon owners on on Instagram, and I just a lot you know, of dudes. You follow a lot of dudes that do a haircut design. Yeah, that's what I thought. A lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. And then there's some. There's anger in the community. Somehow no doubt. I know. I, I know more about the salon community than I do like as much like the restaurant community. I'm like they're pissed. Yeah. Julie and Megan and you know. <laughs> All my salon girls. Milkoff's going in for a $70 cut. Like, what do you want us to do here? Oh, let's take it up a little on the sides. <laughs> yeah, just, just let's, go, let's keep it low. All right, on that note, Godspeed. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money. 